Welcome everybody to a special Yeah No No Yeah episode. It is our one year anniversary. We've had the podcast for a whole year now and it's just so hard to wrap our heads around it but this was sort of a a little celebration episode but with a lot of other stuff we talk about as well we have also a special guest for this episode we had sir tone reviews on instagram tony and we had a lot of great discussions we talk about everything from avatar 2 to the last of us to moonfall and skyrim and video games and all sorts of stuff so it was a lot of great discussions a good time and i hope that you enjoy listening Keep in mind, we have the timestamps in the description of the episode if you want to jump to a certain point, avoid spoilers. Also, look out for the poll as well if you're on Spotify, interact with that. And also the link trees in the description of the episode if you would like to find our Instagrams and all of our other social medias. Also, just want to remind you that we do have a Patreon and we're making a lot of different additions to the podcast in order to improve it. And with your help, we're able to actually achieve it. So if you want to support the podcast, whether it's big or small, we'd appreciate it either way. And it would help us implement the changes that we want to make to better the podcast and better you listening. Speaking of Patreon, I wanted to quick shout out our current patrons. We have cast.reviews on Instagram, moving underscore 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 pictures on Instagram, Sarah's popcorn chat on Instagram, our door film on Instagram, and our newest patron Luna underscore Pearl on Instagram. So please check all of them out. We appreciate your support so much and we're looking forward to the new changes that we're going to make and I hope that you enjoy listening. And so yeah, with that being said, one year of the podcast, let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> well, we have a special guest today. Today's a special episode. Cause it is a special is, episode. Not only is it our anniversary, podcast anniversary, it's been one year, I still can't believe it. One but year. We also, woo! Fuck yeah. <laughs> but we also have a special guest, which is Tony, at Sir Tone Reviews on Instagram. So, say hi, Tony. Welcome to Yeah, No, No, Yeah. <laughs> hi, it's been... Uh crazy i've been listening to you guys and well happy anniversary obviously thank, thank you that <laughs> yeah, time you know time flies and yeah. it's just crazy like it feels, seems like yesterday you put up that story that you're gonna start a podcast and yeah. then all of a sudden a year later it's here. it's here i mean it's done and you're well this is your what 20th episode 21st 24 24 so it doesn't sound like a a lot of episodes in a year but i mean you know we were consistent enough i thought i think we're a lot more consistent now it's just back before it was hard to do all of that i think yeah and we had some long breaks in there but it's it's weird because like it feels like we've been doing it way longer than a year but at the same time like yeah just i don't know i can't i just can't wrap my head around it the fact that we've been doing this for a year when was your because tony I, i mean you can maybe you know explain like a little bit about yourself to the viewers i mean they yeah. can find you on instagram i'm sure a lot of people listening know who you are but like how i wonder if when is your uh yearly anniversary for your podcast gonna happen because i know you have one too yeah it's not till august 
and then we started like august oh. 21st mm-hmm. I, for some reason i thought you started like mid-year like june or may or something like that probably because uh, we were like banging out once a week <laughs> yeah you were like you guys were machines like fucking just pumping out episodes i was like wow and i i saw money i said let's just get as many as we can just to build up an audience and then this year what we're gonna do is just two two a month that's it mm-hmm. okay so that way we have that's about that's, that's pretty much what too, we're doing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Two a because we do one like every what fortnight so yeah pretty much the same <laughs> every fortnight no i know what you meant <laughs> no and, and you guys know <laughs> every time fortnight drops a new season no, no and, oh, <laughs> i also decided to do that because as you know it takes a long time to edit we're doing episodes every week and i'm like fuck and then, and then i'm like really doing posts can. for instagram i'm doing this for that i'm like i don't have any time like it's a chore now to like watch a, a show or a movie i'm like no i'm just yeah. gonna take you know twice a month and then that'll be more time for me you can't to burn I, yourself out it's more comfortable mm-hmm. than trying to edit everything in one day because i've i've done that before right. and i'm like i'm never gonna do that again it's yeah. just it takes up your whole day i'm sure yeah, yeah. like and you know you're I'm meant to be doing it because you enjoy it not because it's a job you know yeah and, I, and so, that's yeah. what i i didn't want to like resent doing it and i'm like you know what this yeah. is for fun now and once it becomes like a job and i'm like maybe one day we'll start getting paid for it then i'll take it like okay yeah. i could do this every day but now it's, it's yeah. a yeah, hobby yeah. that we're having fun with we're just a bunch of dudes that like talking about movies yeah and then I, I put like, more pressures. I'm going to start a second podcast soon. So that's why. I, are you? Oh, I didn't know. Did you announce it? Yeah, I announced or? it on my one year anniversary, uh, three year anniversary post. Shoot, did I? I, I must have seen that. You just. Uh, yes. A, a, a stab <laughs> in the heart that you didn't even look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I swear I had to have seen. I don't know no, why. No, I'm I mean, I, I get it because it's usually um, something like that. I would announce it, but I just put it in the anniversary post just to. Oh no! Well, tell the mm-hmm. tell the viewers what, yeah. what's it all about. Oh, uh, it's gonna be dedicated to Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon, uh, and oh, okay. the books nice. and all that good stuff. And um, the Arab Khaleesi, who's been on my podcast like three times, oh. she's gonna be my co-host. Oh, that'd be oh. perfect. So yeah, we're, I know that she's into that. We got the name already. We got all the stuff set up. We're just gonna wait till like maybe March to roll it out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do like an introduction mm-hmm. episode just to let everybody know what we're gonna do, and then probably the mm-hmm. first yeah. official episode maybe by the end of March. I don't know how you guys nice. do it. Like you've got two podcasts now. Quinn has two podcasts. <laughs> Shandra has two podcasts. <laughs> Even like, though what? I've only released one episode, and it's not like I haven't touched if we're it going since by technicalities. October. Like you have three technically. Like if you want to go by the views by Quinn podcast and oh oh no that that's what the views by Quinn turned into the Liam talk. Just, I was like I can't have three three is too much. Liam just reminded you're like oh yeah I have that too oh yeah that thing <laughs> yeah I literally forget about it sometimes but I was just yeah I no no yeah in my yeah. my YouTube that's all I can manage I mean the YouTube is like enough of a responsibility as it is though like that has to mm. take up a lot of time too so yeah I'm a fr- it doesn't now I'm my, my time is my time is just yeah no no yeah right now like I need to get back <laughs> on YouTube so when you when yeah. you record this do you edit the video as well or you just put the whole video up? yeah yeah okay so, you don't like just here here's the unedited video just put it on oh no okay. no 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 because it, it's all got to sync up and it's got to be like you know timed well enough like the one that we're gonna post today that original recording was like three hours long and i got it down to like (laughs) 
two hours and six minutes or something like yeah. that. So it, it takes a lot of time. And this one was like a buzzer beater as well. Like, holy shit. We only just like got it uploaded right before calling yeah. you. So it's like, oh my God. I keep leaving it way too late. That's my problem. I don't know. I got to get it sorted yeah. out. I had to take <laughs> when uh, Quinn was on with us it was fucking like six hours i had to edit <laughs> yeah, yeah that was you guys forever <laughs> we started i can't believe we started at 7 30 my time and then i look and i go fuck it's almost 2 a.m i gotta work in two hours Jeez. i mean <laughs> oh shit yeah me and it was four of us so i mean we just like and we had a wow. ton of stuff to cover so i mean it, it i'm not surprised it took a while but six hours it's the longest recording i've ever done quinn's sick of me after two hours <laughs> i don't know how he does no that. i'm sick of myself after two hours seriously like we were having drinks on that episode too and like uh and it got to a point to where i was just like drinking straight from the vodka bottle i was like this is i mean i'm having fun for, for sure but like manya and chandra were falling asleep like you could just see them dozing off no like, i think i think i was like wide I awake think but... was mostly drunk sleep because her eyes oh, yeah. were completely yeah. closed and she was like yeah yeah you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah she was, she definitely, was uh, uh, pretty happy feeling it well hey speaking of drinks it's a celebration episode do do you guys have a drink to cl- uh, clink with me i do Ooh, look at that <laughs> what do you got tony i just have coffee <laughs> oh <laughs> come on man i have a yeah. whiskey and coke i've just yeah. got some red wine there you Bang. go <laughs> Bang. I know we like sort of covered it on like the whole 2022 wrap up or whatever, but since it's like an anniversary thing, if you had to pick one episode that's your favorite and one that's your least favorite of ours, what would you pick? Oh, me. Least favorite. Like I said, it's hard. Like, like there's not one that I really didn't like. The only one I came close to really not liking, you know which one. It's the one that we were just <laughs> both so tired for, like, because it was when you were visiting. And I know that was only like the first 20 minutes of the episode, Yeah. but just that that 20 minutes alone liam was visiting us you yeah. know in person and like we had been partying for like a whole week at that point or yeah, i don't know how long dead. it had been yeah and we just were so tired and hung over that i couldn't think and we tried to just sit down and record an episode and i just my mind just didn't want to turn on it was the roughest hour recording like ever so yeah. i mean that'd probably still be my least favorite even though it didn't turn out as bad as i thought I still like the other half of that, though. Like, the the rest of no, it is yeah. actually really good. But yeah, it's I mean, just so that 20 minutes alone, you're like... <laughs> yeah. Worst episode. Like I said, I don't have, like, a least favorite, really. But my favorite, I like I've said to you, I mean, it's always <laughs> gonna be that he's literally me. It's, that was just so much fun for me to dis- dissect those... We've characters. done better episodes. <laughs> I know we have, but like the, the topic itself was my favorite because I like okay. talking about those like complicated characters and ranking them like who's the worst to like the best. We'll, that was we'll have to do like a part two sometime or something. Yeah, because then that will have to be with, and it'll have to be with like the women characters. The like, yeah, because there's a lot. There's a whole world of what are we gonna call it, like, like Yas Queen or like Boss yeah, Bitch or, or something like Yoss that. Yoss I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i had to pick like a, a least favorite i'm probably gonna say either too much trauma or yeah no no yeah forever just because oh, like i, I mean, know I, why you didn't like episode 20 no yeah. i did i didn't dislike the episode as a whole or anything i just thought i was really annoying in that episode right and i that's it but like i said i mean we were live we've been drinking like i i can i, I didn't but think i've been annoying, drinking but... too much and it's obvious <laughs> i mean yeah. the too much trauma i can understand because we didn't really have a topic for that episode i don't think 
Like, it was just, yeah. like, many mm-hmm. topics. And I've been pretty happy with every episode we've done, for the most part. If I did have to pick a favorite of, like, right now, I really would probably say Delo Felligates. I enjoyed the shit out of that one. That was like, fun. I thought yeah. it just turned out so well. I loved it. That would have been a good episode for you to come on, Tony, too, because it was just <laughs> yeah. talking about the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> I know you would have had a lot to say, like, yeah. pretty much discussing each one in depth. That mm. was fun. I know you wouldn't have been on board with everything I was saying, but <laughs> that's Neither fine. Was Keelan. Keelan wasn't either. Keelan wasn't. So, well, we normally open episodes with topic, like just some mini topics to get us going before we get into the real like meat of the episode. I have like three mini topics, just okay. interesting things in the news I saw that might be fun to talk about. My first yes. one, Michael Bay has been accused of killing a pigeon while working on the Netflix's <laughs> Six Underground. <laughs> Did you hear that? What I did see that, <laughs> and I, I thought it was like a spoof, like an uh, onion, an onion article. Because you know, how I'm like, what? Like uh-huh. they're saying he killed it on purpose for the movie. See, I only watched ten minutes of the movie and then I turned it off because I was getting a headache. I don't know if he killed it for the movie. Um, I I couldn't finish the movie. I really thought it was bad. Uh, you know, you know what's fun. You know what's funny though that that movie. It was when I uh-huh. first started my page, and that was one of the first movies I reviewed. That's when I did alphabet scoring. I think I gave it like a B minus. I hated it. Speaking of, before I go on more about how uh, this pigeon died, um, (laughs) uh, that reminds me. Like, not only not only is January kind of like the anniversary of our podcast, but it's kind of like an anniversary of like at least you and me, our Instagram accounts, right, Tony? I mean, because we started ours around the same time in January. Um, so I, that was just another thing too. I know Liam, you've had yours a lot longer than us, but I think my anniversary is in May. It's actually yeah, the day you... after my birthday. I'm oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you and I are on our third year, yeah. so that's just crazy to think about too. Yeah. But you know, I, it says here that it was, uh, an accidental animal death. So, uh, <laughs> um, but it wasn't like, he like... wasn't like strangling it or anything. No, <laughs> he wasn't like strangling a pigeon, but that should be the thumbnail. Uh... Like the artwork, just Michael Bay strangling. <laughs> Michael Bay strangling. <laughs> he'll probably get us taken down for like defamation or something but because he he tried you know denying it saying like i'm an animal rights activist and like i love animals and all this stuff and hmm. but no he's being like charged with it so it was killed by a camera boom was he holding the boom mic <laughs> it should have is it, he, is, are they talking he should like release a uh-huh. picture of him like eating some kind of chicken <laughs> the... yeah oh my god just fully go, just lean into yeah. it. He's just, just like, don't worry, that pigeon it. didn't go to waste, and it's just him, like, with the <laughs> meat. <laughs> As if people didn't hate him enough. Like, I just thought that was funny. I think about, uh, well, not the, funny, think, but... think about how ridiculous that is. Like, you have that, which is an accident, obviously, and then you have negligence by, like, Alec Baldwin killing the cinematographer mm. in a movie. Like, oh, isn't he yeah. being charged? Yeah, as well? just came yeah. Out that, like, there's not... another piece of news. Yeah, yeah. It's not his fault at all. Like, right? Like, no. Why is he being charged? I don't know. Maybe Tony, if you would know more, it has to be somebody's fault. How do you have live rounds? Well, it's it's certainly not him. Yeah. Like he. Just, well, that's the thing. No. Is I feel like in the in the American justice system, like technically whoever pulled the trigger is obviously at fault but like in this situation it was for a movie he had pulled the, gun the trigger on a him. gun that wasn't supposed to right. be loaded on yeah. a prop gun or whatever like <laughs> that it was it you know the the prop armor or whoever whatever the title is like it was some lady that worked as the armor on that um yeah. movie that she she's technically i think the one at fault but he's the one being charged with manslaughter. So it's just yeah. not right. It's the same thing that happened. I was thinking about it. happened to Brandon Lee for The Crow. 
Mm. Um, mm-hmm. That was another mis- right. mistake. Yeah, I don't I even know. I don't even know how that even happens. Like, why even have live rounds on set? There's no reason to. Just I think there's like maybe they would argue realism or something like that. But I mean, mm. it's it's not worth that kind no. of mistake. Not all. worth that risk, you know. Like, what if like it if you're gonna have go like right. a real gun on set, you gotta take like real precautions. And think like, about Jesus. what 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 happened. Like somebody was just looking at it and like goofing, not goofing around with it, but like, and then all of a sudden it just pops <laughs> yeah. off and just shoots his poor lady. Like it's yeah, not like even yeah. part of the movie. Like, oh, she's in the movie, and then he, sh- you know, the mm-hmm. person shooting her. That would be mm-hmm. yeah, that's dumb too. But this it must have been like oh, yeah, a cause, fluke because the person that he shot, she wasn't even in the movie no, right a, she was just on the set no, sim- she was just a cinematographer like that's just sad like i don't understand it's a sad <sighs> situation but it seems to be yeah. getting worse i guess that's it really, really does it's i don't know if he's gonna like go to jail um mm-hmm. because i mean i, mean, I see the interviews way. and he is remorse i mean he is you know fucked up with it like he's all messed mm-hmm. up and sorry and like what do you do like you just kill somebody not him, but like the, that shit doesn't happen ever. Yeah, and it, you wouldn't be able to live with yourself if he goes to jail. Then that's like absolute bullshit. But even if he if he doesn't, I really don't feel like he'll return to acting at least not for a good while. No, like so, like I said, I don't even know how you can live with that. That would be like traumatic to go back on a movie set again. Like Jesus, mm-hmm. and imagine this. Imagine all the discourse once that movie comes out. Like people is that movie actually going to come out? I'm pretty sure it they're going to do it this point. Do you think they'll cancel it? I don't know. They they would have to. It's going to be like boycotted. It's like a dog's purpose. Like you just don't <laughs> release that <Dogs>. shit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, did you hear about the whole thing? No, what, what exactly was with that? That was like a whole thing. I didn't know you didn't know. But there's like um that movie called A Dog's Purpose and it's just like that. Like, it's a dog movie. It's a talking dog, whatever. But like apparently there was like this footage like released of them like with the dog like in this like water scene or whatever where there was like a big waterfall or something like that mm-hmm. and they were actually like drowning the dog and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... I think I saw that. Yeah. You yeah, don't, it's bro, like a you don't fuck with dogs. You don't fuck with dogs in America. No, no you don't fuck with dogs. <laughs> no, no. I don't feel like that movie will do well, even if it did, does get released. People will just boycott no, it. Exactly, it's not going to do well. And even if it did do well, people would still only talk about the incident, not the movie itself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can understand yeah. separating the art from the artist and all that stuff. That's why because I, like I'm, or like, I'm still shocked mm-hmm. that they're still going to go with this Flash movie. Like I, I would. Oh just, god, yeah, that's a whole other thing. I would have just scrapped. Like <laughs> he's so toxic right now. Like why even? try how is he gonna promote this fucking movie uh-huh and he's been arrested and like he's hasn't what was the last thing that i bet if i looked up ezra miller in the news right now like that's what he must so have been doing in hawaii he was just trying to promote it but like really aggressively he had like like people <laughs> like hostage somehow like he, I, that's one thing yep. i read yeah and he pleaded the most recent thing was like a week ago he pleaded <clears throat> guilty in a, bur- a burglary case um so he literally he just he avoids jail with plea deal for unlawful trespass in Vermont. That's the latest thing I just read. Mm. So it's like one thing after another, though. Because, like, yeah, he was holding, like, a woman and her kids at some, like, drug compound or something. I don't know. Unless, no, dude, unless crazy. he has, like, information on these, these people. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we have to let him. We have to still do the movie. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I'm thinking about because... You know, cut your, cut your losses. This movie is not going to make any money. Right. That's the weird thing about this as well is like with, you know, DCEU, like it's it's such a mess as it is, as we know. But like, how can they continue with Ezra Miller, but they can cut Henry Cavill so easily? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Henry Cavill's done nothing wrong, but like what if you're going to cut him and like, you know, mm-hmm. 
go forward with a new Superman? Why can't you cut Ezra Miller? Well, not only that, but Henry Cavill and like, you know, Ben Affleck was kind of in and out of it. And now yeah. isn't Gal Gadot. Something with Gal Gadot, she's not really a part of it anymore either. No, I think like, she's out. Yeah, she's out. So like, they're all falling out except the one guy that should <laughs> fucking fall yeah, out. Yeah, he's it just still like sense. sitting in there. I'm pretty sure that Gunn will <laughs> cut him loose. I don't, maybe he's just waiting. I think he will too, because you would know more about the Gunn situation, like either of you, because I don't really know. Is he? Are they like rebooting the DC basically with him? I told you last episode. He's like he's pretty much just the head of it now, and he's like trying to go forward with different projects and all that. I just didn't know like how if he was really cleaning the slate. He's not like completely reinventing any of it or anything like that, mm. but he's still, you know, going forward with a new vision, I guess. What what I'm ex- yeah. excited about him is because he is a guy who'll focus on the lesser characters or less well-known. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then like, like yeah. Peacemaker. Like, I didn't know who the fuck that was. Not only him, but like, like every person like, in suicide. his Suicide Squad movie, like Polka Dot Man, nobody fucking gave a crap about Polka yeah. Dot Man until he put him in a movie. So like, he just, He's just taking obscure characters. He put the fucking weasel in there. And he let his brother play the weasel. Like, that's cool. Go off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But he also played um, Calendar Man, the bald guy with, like, the tattoos on his head. It's in the... He's only, like, for one scene in the Suicide Squad, but... Oh, right, yeah. um, But, no, I mean, he's doing a good job. Without a doubt, he is, so... Yeah, I have a lot of faith in him. It's just, like, it sucks with all of the changes, like, Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot and all that have to go, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's just they didn't have to go, yeah. but they go on. It, he's yeah. kind of like a like a football team or a baseball team or any kind of team that's been shit for the last ten years, and they hire him <laughs> as a general manager, and they say, "Here, this is your team." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has to cut people. He has to sign new people. That's what he's doing. He's like looking for the future. Yeah. I'm like, well, I can't have this old quarterback or this old player. I got to <laughs> cut him. I got to look for the future. Yeah. The only thing I I'm little upset. Like Henry Cavill is not my favorite guy but he he was done so dirty these last 10 years i was excited because he put up with this video and he's like oh we're gonna change it we're gonna make superman the beacon of hope the way he should be not this dark guy and i'm like all right cool that's what i love about the original superman with christopher reeve and like two months later Mm -hmm. he's like oh it's not gonna work out Ah, (laughs) they gave us hope and then just took it away instead of instead of uh the, the former heads of dc say hey why don't you talk with henry and see what you want to do before we make any other decisions you know because it mm-hmm. kind, he kind of looks silly putting out that i'm back i'm back as superman and then you know egg on his face and he, i think a meeting should have been done with gun and cavill before he left like the witcher yeah. and all that shit because then mm-hmm. if he would have said you know what henry we're gonna go in a different direction and he would have been okay that's fine and then nothing would have no announcements no nothing no stupid ass scene at the end with black adam for two seconds <laughs> no exactly it just makes I think it it's... look un- i don't know it's maybe planned. just that all this chaos happened like way too quickly all at once you know and it was like mm-hmm. right after black adam as well and you know <sighs> apparently black adam isn't going to be there for quite a while after this <sighs> It's just crazy how, like, we went, there was so much hype after that end credit scene, and then immediately just the hype <laughs> dropped from, it was yeah. like the stock market just going up and fucking down, like, just, just mm. dropped, because he's gone, and it's sad. It's such a mess. But like, I don't, really is. I, I'm, I'm happy with him, like, you know, doing that kind of thing where he focuses on, like, smaller characters and stuff like that. That's great and all, but I don't want him to forget about the bigger characters either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think Henry Cavill was 
done dirty and he shouldn't have been i don't know i'm, I'm sure that thing. at some point like in the future like in the near future we're gonna hear that ezra miller's been taken out surely because like why wouldn't you with like yeah. mm-hmm. all of the others being taken out and not only that but like there has been so many different flashes in the dc universe like actual different characters as the flash like you could easily just write him out and bring in a new guy and call him there's barry allen and then there's fucking i can't think of bar- reverse flash bar- well reverse flash but like (laughs) other like good flashes that are out there he should be the reverse flash at this point it it would make sense (laughs) yeah if he was the reverse flash but yeah i don't know the last thing i'd say about the dcu is that i'm glad that james gunn is shining a light on all these lesser known characters it makes it refreshing but we have to you can't have a dc without the big superman batman wonder woman you need them kind of like you know at the forefront and so like you can't have that without and when you when you I'm wondering when you will. think about big picture, those three that you just mentioned blow away any Marvel character. In popularity, they really do. I mean, yeah. they're like everyone knows Batman and Superman. Now they've been around. Not, I mean, other characters have been around for a long time, but Superman, mm-hmm. Batman, even Wonder Woman are so beloved. You can't have a whole universe without <laughs> them. And, and let me yeah, just say really about uh, Jason Momoa, he's probably yeah. not gonna do Aquaman anymore, but they want to do this Lobo character, which is like an alien. <laughs> Alien bounty hunter. I know that would be great for him. I, I saw. I saw that he was gonna keep doing Aquaman. He would. He posted yeah. this video where he was just like thanking James Gunn and shit and like going off. Like he was goofing around yeah, like I, in a parking lot and like busting out moves <laughs> and shit. It was weird. <laughs> but he's like, he's still going. I think. Yeah, I read something too that Aquaman here. He James uh, Jason. He pretty much confirmed like I'm not. I'm always gonna be Aquaman. Yeah. That's what he said. But no, I I know Lobo the character. Like I've known him before the DCU and. Jason Momoa would have been fucking perfect as that character, like if you've seen him. But it's too late. It'll be it'll be kind of cool just to have him do both, and then he could be on screen, (laughs) Aquaman level Uh together. I mean, Andy Serkis (laughs) has played two different characters in Star Wars. Why can't Jason Momoa play two different ones in DC? I mean, there's an example. So you know what I am wondering though is like, are they going to continue with Jared Leto's Joker? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. Well, my bigger question is, are they going to? continue are they going to play off of the snyder cut or the whedon cut because we don't God even know knows. that do it's we such a mess I w- <laughs> like we don't what is the canon i would only I accept him to come back as that if he does his house of gucci accent <laughs> <laughs> that would make his joker oh, at least more interesting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he should have played mario not chris pratt i never hated jerry leto's joker but man he was kind of cringy at times <laughs> even lie. though i didn't like the last scene of the batman with they were forcing that joker scene i think oh, i yeah. think he i think Very he cheap. would make a good joker just the way he looked he definitely would yeah but i just I think so. it I was so unnecessary to have that scene like we don't need the joke yeah we, we fully agree we don't yeah, yeah. We don't need <laughs> like, that. yeah maybe it was the worst thing about maybe the movie, part yeah. two part three he could be like a side villain but he doesn't need to be a main villain anymore that is the crazy thing as well like i'm mm-hmm. just more excited for like you know the batman sequel joker sequel like that's but do you probably yeah. gonna be great but like dceu i'm not looking forward to anything <laughs> like the, yeah. the penguin with colin farrell i'm, I'm interested in that do you, yeah, do you yeah. think joker is gonna mm-hmm. come out in that he might that'd be the, that would make that's more what sense. they would do honestly that's yeah. what you would want to see him like 
in a show mm-hmm. like more fleshed out 10 episodes or eight episodes or whatever not in a not right. in Batman, a man he was just forced in uh, but that's the thing is that like you're right liam these the one-off dc movies like the dc movies that aren't even connected to the universe those have been the best ones like the batman yeah. joker and they're not even part of it yeah. so that just I mean, goes I, to show i enjoyed yeah. black adam for how like goofy it was and stuff like i had fun with it but i mean it's not like amazing like the batman it's not amazing like joker i think yeah. maybe they'll like get it back together and i think that with james gunn there it's going to be a lot more organized at least i mean it can't get much worse so like assy it better. yeah i think they've reached rock bottom there's the only only thing is way up that's the only they can go <laughs> yeah that's the only way to go is up if the suicide squad and peacemaker is anything that go off like it'll be good mm-hmm. i think all that to say yep michael bay killed a pigeon so <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot um, it, like originated that, from that <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't know if you guys would be interested in this, but I, it really piqued my interest. There's this video game called Dead Space. I'm sure you've heard of it. There has been rumors that John Carpenter is involved. I don't know if he's going to be directing. There's been rumors that John Carpenter is directing a Dead Space movie. Oh. Even though other articles tell me that he's involved, but not directing so he's gonna do an adaptation yeah okay, yeah he's okay. gonna do an like, adaptation I'm yeah. like, he's doing he's um, directing a video game <laughs> <laughs> no i mean that'd be cool too but no no i've only played uh like the second dead space game but it's a super creepy game and like john carpenter hasn't directed a movie since like 2010 so i thought yeah. he retired but if he actually came back then that'd be awesome i've heard a lot of good things about dead space i've never played it though it's like one of the scariest horror games i've played like seriously and they're the new like remake or reboot is coming out this year actually so i am uh-huh. definitely gonna get that that's why if they time it along with the game it'd be perfect so i don't know anybody out there if you <laughs> play dead space then you have something to look forward to and my last little topic <clears throat> i kind of already mentioned this to you liam but apparently yeah. uh the u.s government has logged more than 500 ufo reports with hundreds unexplained more ufo sightings liam what do you I, think you didn't Antony? tell me this what? oh well no i told you we had we talked about ufos like a few episodes back oh yeah, like, yeah they're becoming a big threat and i didn't know there was now, that big it's crazy how like every week like more ufo sightings i don't under- i don't understand <laughs> you know what you know what i Makes me crack up is that every time we see or somebody says they saw something, they're always by themselves in some field somewhere. But <laughs> yeah. no, like just, always... just by themselves. <laughs> and like it's on like a Nokia camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanna see a video of like Times Square to fucking UFO just come down. <laughs> well, yeah. I think the aliens the aliens have to be smart yeah, yeah. enough to not expose themselves like that. Maybe they're exposing themselves like little by little to one person at a time. Um and just like just to like give hints that they're out there and keep us scared. I'll just I don't yeah, know. I'll just I'll, I'll just say that it has to be something out there. This universe is too big and we can't be mm-hmm. fucking entitled and say we own this universe. It has to be something out there. There just has it to absolutely be absolutely is. But I just don't mm-hmm. believe that these ufos are real i just don't i mean maybe not these specific ufos but in general the idea you're right there has to be other life out there i mean there just has to be i mean there I has really to be a there, there has to be some kind of weird like under like a base in the moon <laughs> uh, oh boy I, <laughs> oh we don't worry there, I, we? <laughs> yeah we'll get to that don't worry maybe that'd be a good transition i don't know Oh, uh, let's go. <laughs> Speaking about bases and moons, 
best movie of 2022. <laughs> we had a few different movies and a show to discuss. So, like, why don't you guys go off about Moonfall for a bit? I didn't watch it. I haven't yeah. still haven't seen it, so this is, like, your guys' discussion. But I have already have it, had it spoiled for me, so don't worry. We won't get into spoilers <laughs> too quick, but, you know, yeah. we can play around for a bit. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great movie to watch with friends and laugh at and make fun of. Because I think it's just like one of those movies, like The Room or whatever, where it's so stupid. You could just pick apart so many things and laugh at it. I love it. It's great. <clears throat> I, wa- I watched it because we talked about it in, our, in the podcast. And Quinn said that he, he didn't see it, but he knows about the spoilers. And then Shan's like, okay. And I said, no, 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 no. Don't say nothing. I want to see it. And Quinn's like, you want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> and I did. So I... I, for some reason, the other day, I press play and I go, fuck it. Let me just watch it. I don't know, like 20, 25 minutes in, I look at my wife. I'm like, these are real actors getting paid. <laughs> and what's more... Than- I love how much I love how much fun John Bradley was having. Like, he's he's so bad in the movie, but it's hilarious. No, I thought he was like, the best part of the movie. I, at least he has some he's... kind of emotion. And he was, like, delivering his line with passion. It, you have I, Halle Berry. He was, he was, but the dialogue is so no, oh, yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Halle Berry... <laughs> Uh, Academy, Academy Award winning actress she's like yeah. so monotone yeah we have to go here yeah, and, and, and I'm like oh my god no emotion whatsoever and then uh, the, the person who played her ex-husband has to be one of the worst actors I've ever seen ever oh yeah he was like stone faced like the entire time <laughs> like it was horrible at this he's Patrick. like protect our son yeah this protect our son <laughs> that's it <laughs> I, I love oh. I love you, son. <laughs> like, and then they have this Patrick oh this God. Patrick Wilson guy who did pretty good in the Conjuring, but I don't like him. Like he's not a leading guy. Like he's also yeah, he's really horrible. not. And and what? No. I like Roland Emmerich. I like his disaster movies, but he's forcing this family drama, and the, the world's about to end. And we're talking about yeah. some. Mm-hmm brat and his kids and then the but i mean based on like the films that i've seen by him like i haven't seen independence day yet i've only seen um the day after tomorrow 2012 and moonfall and it's like it is the same formula in all of them because like it's always just like i have to get to my son my family is in danger all that (laughs) shit and like all of that but like with moonfall it went so beyond stupidity toward the end like it was fucking wild i was like i can't believe i'm watching this right now and he's gone here and like that's why i love moonfall it's like so stupid my wife's Uh, like are you gonna keep watching this i said you know what i have to because (laughs) i want to log this in the litter box and i don't want to be one of those people who like watch 20 minutes and like fuck this movie half star like i gotta like watch it yeah and Uh i'm watching this and i go god this is the same thing he does every time like independence day will smith i gotta gotta find my family 2012 john cusack just like i have to like reconnect with my son and then the worst the, the the one of the worst parts of the movie is that patrick wilson's older son who i don't know he he had like a he was drunk and he did like a joy and he had like a police chase right and they arrested him and and anyway you could see everything coming a mile away like he is all of a sudden like he's driving halle berry's kid and they're going through these mountains all of a sudden these like raiders come out of nowhere like give me your car what the fuck was that (laughs) and then they have like a car chase scene at the end like in the (laughs) stop the entire like the fucking moon the literal moon is falling towards earth and it's about to like destroy everything and they're still worried about like i'm gonna steal this car from you oh my gosh oh my god it's so dumb i will say that if 
if there was no family bullshit in the movie, it might have been more interesting. Yeah, it wouldn't have been horrible. I think if you just focus on the moon stuff and space stuff, I think it would have been okay. I think that's what bogs it down a little bit as well, because like not only is there like the whole family stuff, like I have to get to my son, I have to get to my kid, whatever, like all that shit. Like it's doubled in Moonfall because there's Halle Berry's kid and Patrick Wilson's kid. Yeah. So it's like yeah, it's like doubly that shit, and it's like it. I do feel like it's not enough crazy outlandish stupid stuff then then we have liam then we have one of the most insane scenes i've seen in a movie where they're trying (laughs) they have like two engines went out in the rocket and they're like we need to Mm. go up to the moon they're launching this rocket all of a sudden the the gravity the tide or whatever is pushing the water up (laughs) so the water is going straight up like with (laughs) with the rocket but but here's the best part like next to that next to all that chaos that's happening you have the kids just watching it they're yeah. just watching they're not like oh shit we gotta go let's let's get the car let's let's get out of there just watch it and then once it starts coming to them then they leave i'm like really oh uh, <laughs> i mean do you think that roland emmerich did he have a team of researchers researching like would this actually happen with physics and shit Fuck like with no. the water right i mean no. or is he just pulling shit out of his ass like, no i mean this is a movie like i don't want to get into spoilers but like by the end of the movie no logic is required yeah, so no. i don't think that he no. studied anything and you're thinking about these you know halle berry and patrick wilson their kids are down in this cliff they're going up to mm-hmm. space and they're like high-fiving each other yeah and they're like aren't you thinking about your kids that you just left they're probably dead and you're like celebrating. <laughs> it's just like no. yeah. And, but I I don't want to uh, I don't want to say the ending part because it gets like Liam said so like you throw logic out the window and you're like okay whatever mm. this movie is this movie I don't know how Shang I don't know how <laughs> Shang gave this two stars I don't know I I gave it a yeah. I gave it a three out of ten yeah I think it's bad but like it's yeah. really entertaining like in terms of entertainment value like probably nine or ten out of ten honestly mm. I had so much fun with it <laughs> one of the things I love is like how like stupid stupid the dialogue is like at the at the start like especially with john bradley and all that shit his whole idea he's like i i need to meet with this guy like like patrick wilson yeah. like the nasa guy or whatever but he doesn't realize that until he sees his paper clipping or whatever on a piece of paper that his cat pissed on that's that's like a plot line in the movie like he sees his cat pissed on some paper and he's like Fuzz Aldrin, you're a genius. Fuzz, is Fuzz he kind Aldrin. of the Woody Harrelson Fuzz character of the movie, like in 2012? Is he kind of like the crazy not, no, not really. that like discovers? Not really. He's not like to that, that level or anything. He's, sort of, he's why... a redditor. He's a redditor, basically. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, he's yeah, uh, calling he himself is. professor. I don't even know if he has a degree or anything. He just a uh, quote <laughs> professor. Literally, at one point, he says, "What would Elon do?" <laughs> Like, like he was so no, come on. Balls, like oh i love you he was the entire time he's like at the end oh at the end he was i love elon yeah I oh love elon. earlier that day i was watching jfk from oliver stone and i think mm. i posted in my story like uh, donald sutherland has one of the greatest cameos in a movie it's so amazing and then i had no idea he was in Moonfall. <laughs> i i go yeah. he plays kind of Wait. a similar character like he's in the movie for like two donald sutherland yeah yeah no i definitely yeah, yeah so, i didn't think he was i didn't know he was in the movie yeah he comes out for like what wow. two minutes like a, a really short scene but he's kind of like the crazy guy who who knows like the conspiracy theories and and, and uh, so it kind of reminded mm. me so he's the woody hero yeah, yeah he kind of reminded me <laughs> of the, the mr x uh character in the jfk but not as good obviously but it was just kind of funny mm-hmm. that i saw him i'm like what the fuck is he doing in this movie so i don't mind i so, don't mind movies like this but i just want 
to see effort from the actors. Don't give me like, mm. yeah, we need to do this and um, like so dry. If it's too yeah. like monotone and like phoned in, then it can like really downplay it. But like, if it was like better acted and it was this ridiculous, it probably would have been better. Like with with the day know. after tomorrow, that's another ridiculous movie. But everybody in the movie, I actually like that movie. No, I like it. I really like. That I movie. like it too. It's one of those better ones for me it's because everybody is so invested in it even like everybody is into the movie there's nobody yeah. like Halle Perry or this I don't even know who this guy is who played her ex-husband I should write him a letter be like bro time to quit time to quit <laughs> acting you need to find another yeah. profession because <laughs> acting's not time's it up, go home but yeah day after uh, tomorrow how- you got like Jake Gyllenhaal and shit like right yeah. and uh, Dennis Quaid Dennis Quaid and, like uh, Ian Holm is, he's uh, so amazing in this movie he's like a small part but I think I said like, he's my, my comfort yeah. Comfort really character good. in the movie is just so fun, and, and it's mm. again, you know, the cities are being destroyed, but it's at least it's entertaining. This one is like it is the same formula yeah. where it's like I have to get to my son, but yeah. still it's <laughs> actually entertaining, and like a lot of the visuals like are still really good looking. I think like I watched it like mm-hmm. rewatched it probably like two years ago or something, and I still think it like holds up pretty well. Yeah, I, ju- I just mm. watched it like like a month ago. I love when that guy gets like fucking like slapped in the face with a billboard. Do you remember that? Yeah. That shit was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How? What would you say is the best and worst Roland Emmerich movie? Worst is twenty twelve for me. See now, I knew you were gonna say it, but look, tell me, because I see I view twenty twelve the same way you view Moonfall. For me, yeah. it's a guilty pleasure. I think it's so much fun. I think it's ridiculous and stupid, but at the same time, like it was so cool at the time coming out because that was a real life a real life worry that a lot of people had like what are they right is the world gonna end in 2012 so and that came out like 2009 i think or something like that so like we had we had that movie for a while before 2012 but from what i could tell from the trailers and clips and you guys describing it i feel like the characters and actors in 2012 were more into it like i mean john cusack was like yeah he was really good i thought woody harrelson was hilarious and crazy for me i had it's not a good movie but like it's just the same reason you like moonfall honestly it's i think it funny. might be different if i like rewatched it now probably but Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I feel like it's not just it's just not as fun for me sometimes. I don't know. Mm. But again, like if I did rewatch it, maybe it would change. But the way yeah. I view it now, it's like I, yeah. I don't think I've seen Damn. it since if it's come out. So can't really remember. Mm. His best to me is just Independence Day. That's I really do, I really do have too. to watch it. Yeah. And I, I, and I think it. that's his. Was that his first movie? I don't know if it was his first, but it's definitely his one of his first for sure. Wait a minute. I've also seen the original Godzilla. That's him, right? That like the, is my least favorite movie. For yeah, him. it's not the. original. Original, I, like, I might even that, say that too. Yeah, probably. I, that was so bad. It's I, not good. So bad. Liam, so good. you're CGI saying it's, it's worse than Moonfall? <laughs> Moonfall's like top. <laughs> in, in terms of no, entertainment, no, after, you're putting at the top. To, I would say probably Day After Tomorrow, Moonfalls, 2012, mm-hmm. and then Godzilla. I just yeah. saw your I just saw your letterbox. It said like one and a half. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> in terms, yeah, in terms of like in terms of entertainment. Oh, okay, yeah. I got it. But I still probably would rate like rate 2012 lower. But I, I, again, yeah. I don't know now. If I rewatch it, then it might change. I think Independence Day has so many um, quote classic characters. Like Randy mm-hmm. Quaid is really funny in it. Will Smith yeah. is good. Um, I, those are the two standouts for me. So Jeff Goldblum is amazing um, in it. He's really good. Yeah. Judd Hirsch is <laughs> so funny. And then uh, this guy, the guy who played the president, the best president ever in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I really do need to rewatch independence day because it's definitely like i think it's probably a good movie but i haven't seen it in t- 
long enough to remember. My favorite's probably Day After Tomorrow. Or no, my favorite is 2012, but his best, I would say, is Day After Tomorrow. That's the difference. Mm. I, I think that's where it's confusing, like, yeah. what's his best and what's his, like, most entertaining. And like, I think, I'm there, gonna I think. sound real old, guys, but I did watch Independence Day in the theater. It was a yeah. date, but it was amazing to see those special effects in 96. Like, all the yeah. all the buildings, mm. and you're like, holy shit, it looks amazing. Like, if I had to, like, write an actual review, review on it, maybe it's not, okay, I could nitpick on shit, but it's still fun. I think I watched it a few right. years ago, and I think it's fun. But he didn't do the sequel, no, right? Watch it. Is that somebody different? No, no I don't he think didn't he did. do that. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, I, that looked bad. I don't think Roland Emmerich's made, like, a master piece by any means no. i mean correct no. me if i'm wrong but he, he's just not that director is he yeah the one the and one it, thing that like is confusing about him as well is like I, I haven't seen the movie but he made that like shakespeare movie anonymous with oh, um Reese i don't know but um hmm. he made that movie and i was like and he what also the hell? like this isn't a disaster movie what's going on right here? and he also made i think it's called patriot with mel gibson right uh okay something like know. that yeah you would probably know tony i swear uh, i've let me look it up, just to make sure. Yep, he did direct it, Patriot, with Mel Gibson. So, like, he's done so, a few movies that are not his typical disaster movie, but he is the disaster movie guy. Yeah, and he has this niche. So, so his fans oh, are going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, he has a new movie. Okay, we know we know yeah. what city is going to be destroyed. Is it going to be New York, L.A., <laughs> Paris? And what's going to destroy it? Is it going to be a moon? Is it going to be uh, aliens? Is, you know, I, you never I'm know. Pretty sho- or both. I'm pretty shocked he hasn't done like a zombie thing. Like a zombie destroying cities. Ah, oh, that'd be great. I, I just I just realized, like, I, I keep mentioning that I've only seen, you know, like 2012, Day After Tomorrow, Moonfall. But, like, I, I keep remembering different things. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he directed that. But I've also seen, yeah, Godzilla and White House Down. You know that movie? Oh, he did White House Down. He did White House Down. That, that movie, movie fucking is... sucked. Oh my it god. It did suck. I... Is that what the Gerard... No, that's Olympus has fallen. I know it's the same kind of movie, right? It's what Channing Tatum protecting the president. Who's Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Jamie, first of all, Jamie Foxx I cannot picture as the president. We've had a black president, but I can't picture Jamie Foxx being yeah. him. I just can't. Yeah. It's Jamie Foxx. Morgan I mean, Freeman, yes, but, but not Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Morgan Freeman, I can buy that, like, but not Jamie Foxx. What baffles my mind is how I will never get over, and this is a whole like, this is a whole topic in itself. How there's always those two movies that come out every year that basically copy each yeah. other, and that is the biggest year for me. Is that 2013 Olympus has fallen and White House Down, exact same plots. They came out the same year. It just, it's so weird. Well, like yeah, I've yeah. never seen Olympus has fallen or any of the has fallen. And movies, then back in what ninety seven but... was Deep Impact and Armageddon. They both came out in the same yeah, summer. That, exactly. And I hate that Armageddon, and I yeah. really enjoyed Deep Impact. I know there was one other instance where like two movies came out in the same year and they were so similar, but I can't think of them. But it, it happens a lot more than you think. Well, overall, Moonfall, I <laughs> I will watch it eventually. I'll probably see both sides of you guys. I think if like movie. you know if you get um to watch it with like nick or something if he comes back to town do mm-hmm. that probably don't watch it on your own you might get really bored but if you're watching it with a friend it sounds like it'd be like really fun with a friend that would be fun actually we were thinking about and the next time he comes down we were actually thinking about watching the new velma series which looks terrible just don't, to make fun of it don't no <laughs> no we, don't we do know it. that it's gonna be bad but we the only time we would ever watch it is if we were we were together and like i we might watch an episode and just like can i lose our minds huh can i just 
just i mean i haven't seen the show but i've seen a lot of like videos on it and stuff they apparently like posted this thing like celebrating um that they were like the number one animated series on hbo max right uh-huh yeah that sounds great and all but it's because they like took all the other ones off hbo max so it's the only one yeah. on hbo max wow. and they're still celebrating it it's wow. like fuck off oh my god well you know what they also accomplished a new thing too which is they're now the very lowest rated thing on imdb overall it it overtook dragon ball evolution which was like looked like a terrible movie it's the lowest rated thing on imdb in history now i've seen i've seen clips and stuff and like heard a lot of dialogue that's been spoken and it's like it's apparently just like the same joke over and over again and then like if they can't think of a joke it's like oh fred has a small dick that's it That's all it is, apparently. <laughs> I don't know what to expect. I've only seen. I'll some be clips surprised I... if you two watch like a whole series, like the whole series. Oh no! Together. Like my God. we'll probably watch an episode and be miserable, and then watch yeah. something else. I guarantee that's what's gonna happen. But... Watch Moonfall, lift your spirits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll watch Moonfall after. They're it. probably gonna do like oh, an man. IG live, like we just saw Velma and we need to rant. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen. We'll just be yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> You're going to change your podcast name to Velma Talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we'll do an episode just on the Velma pilot. Just how bad it was. I don't know. So yeah, we talked about Moonfall. I, I don't know how long this discussion will go on because I don't know if I have a ton to say about it. But because I was wanting to watch the second episode before this podcast. But um, I know you're watching The Last of Us, Tony. Yeah. And we were talking about video game adaptations earlier. So first episode, I can at least speak on. Good episode. It was really good. I, I mean, I think that everybody thought that, right? Yeah, I've seen nothing but good things. No, I thought it was great. I think I gave it like a nine point something. I never played the game, so I had no knowledge of anything. When everybody was so excited about it, I'm like, okay, must be pop. I knew the game is super popular. And like back then, I just I figured, man, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to play because I used to play like Skyrim, GTA, oh yeah, Red Dead, the yeah. first Red Dead, all the Halos. I would play that, and like I was into mm-hmm. gaming in the early 2010s. I'm like, hmm, this just must have passed by me, and I just didn't play it. So once I knew that the cast, I go, okay, I love Bella Ramsey. She stole, she man, she steals every scene in, Ga- in Game of Thrones she's in, and of course Pedro Pascal. Pedro. Is just, so yeah. awesome and I, once i saw the production who was behind it i go okay this might be special chernobyl's mm-hmm. arguably one of the greatest things ever created on it's tv it's a great it, series it's really good and it, it's yeah. so weird that it is this guy if you look at his movies that he directed you're yeah, like yeah how he's... the hell is this the same person oh what what else has he done i, I don't know if i looked uh, into that a superhero movie Back in like 2007. Oh god, that spoof the, movie? The, yeah. That <laughs> shit was I liked that as a kid a lot though. I don't know why, but I did. And I like I like some of those spoof movies too, like Disaster Movie. I actually love it. I can't with Disaster Movie, but superhero really? movie I can. I think like the scary movie movies, like I can do them. They're like fun those and stuff. And superhero movie, but like epic movie and disaster movie? No, can't do it. Yeah, he did he <laughs> like this this is what he did prior to Chernobyl. He did The Huntsman, Winter's War. Oh no no he didn't he didn't write that he he wrote it he was the writer oh. I'm sorry it mm. says he's writing the the new Pirates of the Caribbean is he that's what it says this mm. says to be announced to be in uh whatever uh, okay he did write sorry, Hangover no. two and three I haven't but, seen uh, three yet it's but very two random good. it's just a very random uh, you know like career <laughs> he wrote Identity Theft with <laughs> <What's> the- oh. <laughs> 
that's okay i guess i don't know but he did he did not direct any of the chernobyl episodes he just wrote and was the creator but he's mm-hmm. he's directing and writing this one when you see the first episode i love that introduction that cold open of just scaring the shit out of you what did he say like the, the fun guy that that's the shit that's gonna get you and what what makes yeah. it scarier is that that can actually happen yeah that's true i mean it's just like I don't know. I mean, I didn't, similar to you, I didn't play the game. I only played the first mission of the first game like a year ago. And so this first episode, I actually, it was coming back to me. Yeah. I actually recognized everything that was happening. So I can at least admit they're definitely following the source material very closely. And that's what video game fans have always wanted with their adaptations. Just be faithful to the source material. They're doing that so far. So I haven't watched the second episode, but no, it was a great pilot, but I did see some people like literally the day of or the day after on Instagram saying like, this is one of the top five pilots of all time. And I'm like, I don't know. Like that's... It's a big. Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should. They're just wait very a bit. excited about it, and I think a lot of the fans yeah. are really yeah. like crazy sometimes. What is so promising is that this Neil Druckmann, the creator of the game, is so invested. He's there. He's he's a part of it. He's making decisions, mm. and all the little changes that people are like, and I won't say it, but he's the one making those decisions. The actual creator of the game. It's not like he's mm. not a part of it because if he wasn't a part of it, oh. then we're like fuck this shit they're changing the game but now they're like okay he's the one he's the one doing it so we're gonna give it a pass but you have Mm -hmm. to me you can't be 100 percent faithful to anything you have to make some kind of changes for a live action show and what Mm -hmm. i've seen like when you watch the inside the episode after the they'll talk about changes of what they've done and it makes sense to put it on tv that's the biggest thing is if you don't have people who are Ashley and also the uh, the director uh, Craig Mason. He's a super geek from the game. Like he's played it like five times, so he loves it as well. So that's a good combination to have. Yeah. If not like all these yeah. reports, I don't want to get back to Henry Cavill, but like The Witcher. Like he's a super geek, and all the writers and people they couldn't care less about the actual material, and that's how you kind of see a split. But I'm excited mm. for it. The second episode was also great, I think. But the most important, oh, mm-hmm. what I what I think what made the first episode great was the performance of the daughter it was so believable you're so mm-hmm. invested in this character who's only on screen for 25 30 minutes that's what yeah. i was like choking up just yeah. that perform- and that was my favorite part of the episode was just that opening with him and his daughter like even before everything went to yeah. shit you know that was my favorite part so no she was great and they're all great like i even after just because similar to Uliam, i mean mm-hmm. i didn't play much of the game but just from what i've watched of the game I wasn't sure if I was sold on Pedro Pascal being this character, you know, Joel. Like, you just didn't give me that vibe from what I watched the game. I'm still not sold, but, I mean, I'll I'll watch it eventually. But with that being said, like, I mean, even after this first episode, I'm already warming up to it. Like, he is really great Mm. in this this first episode. And like what you said, I would love for, you know, video game adaptations to always be faithful to the material. But at the same time, you got to make some differences and changes here and there because you have to make it your own thing and if it was beat for beat the exact thing as the game that kind of be boring yeah. so like why not kind of a, you know tweak things for the the screen as opposed to mm-hmm. the game i mean it'll be different from the game i'm sure but and i plan on playing them soon I, i'm looking forward once, to where it has to go once you yeah. watch the second episode make sure to watch the behind the scenes because there's a, a mm-hmm. change 
from the game after I, they talked about it, and it's pretty big, and they explain why mm. they had to do it, which <laughs> makes sense for the show. Yeah. He goes, in real life, in a live action, it just, we, cu- we couldn't do it. In the game, you can. You know, you can do that in the game, but mm-hmm. we had to That's change it for the show. But mm. I don't, about his daughter... They also talk about like that backstory is not in the game, and that's a change which was needed yeah. to build that chemistry and bond between the father and daughter for you to care about her. Because if mm-hmm. if, if they start the show and in two minutes they're already like, oh, let's go on something where you're not gonna, <laughs> she's gonna get shot, right. and you'll be like, okay, you're not gonna care. Not gonna care. Yeah, you need time to like sit with the characters and get attached to them. And I was impressed with how short of amount of time we had with them and how quickly it did make me care about them you know just like the little moments that they had and within 20 minutes i mean we're not going to go into details because i know liam hasn't seen it oh and i, don't know I thought i'm no, it did. i mean it, it literally it. it literally doesn't matter because i've played the game i you can't spoil it oh uh, i thought you I, i'm sorry i thought yeah. you watched it no no no. i i oh, haven't no, watched no, it no. i haven't watched it i i'm like a huge fan of the game one of my favorite games of all time like right next to skyrim and stuff absolutely love it and even like the second i'm like i think i have like one mission left and then i'm done yeah but even the mm. second is fucking incredible like i love it <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch the show at some point yeah. it's just like it's gonna take me some time to get there because like when they announced it was like pedro pascal and bella ramsey th- those yeah. yeah bella ramsey those two they just did not at all say to me like joel and ellie at all mm. so i was just like i'm not really sold but i'll give it a go eventually and then like they released images of like what the the clickers would look like and i'm like that doesn't look right and <laughs> so now i'm just like a bit iffy about it but i'll eventually watch it and i am going in with an open mind i just need some time to well, get there I well think. have you been i mean if you oh, actually no um, quinn hasn't seen the second one but well for what i've seen they yeah. look pretty accurate but trust in Pedro, yeah. trust in pascal he, mm-hmm. he, I like Pedro Pascal. It's just I didn't yeah. see him as that character yeah. for a while. But I'll, I'll, yeah, get that. Well, once you get to the mm-hmm. twenty years later, everybody, all the zombie shit. He looks like yeah. so worn out. Like he looks like that. <laughs> and I, and yeah. you have people on TikTok and Instagram. They're doing the the side by side with the video game footage and the actual mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And you can see how it looks very similar. The shots and the characters mm-hmm. are yep. just. Like he's been doing this shit for twenty years now. He's just yeah. worn he def- down. He definitely like looks like it. I I guess it's just like some of the like ways that Pedro Pascal like speaks. I'm like you know like Joel is like mega American. Like he's just like yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking cheeseburger, rock flag, and eagle, all that shit. Like he's really American. But like Pedro Pascal, and I don't mean to like sound like a dick or whatever. Like he just he's not like that american well to uh, me. he sounds like i'm just like he sounds texan texan to me right? does he in the show yes in the show i could he definitely kind of like i think tries to talk like joel I think. but you okay. can hear like he's he so, is from texas you can hear the the, the accent he definitely changes the way he talks yeah. in the show all right yeah. okay so I mean, he's that's good, definitely that's good trying. To know, at least, yeah, yeah, he's trying. But the only thing, the only thing I have is that I, I wish the only difference for me is that in the game, Joel has a full beard, and Pedro Pascal cannot, for the life of him, grow yeah. a full beard. He just can't. That's, that's the only one of difference. my problems as well. And that's yeah, something you can't that, fix. I'm like, uh, come on, yeah, dude, that's right. the only thing we can't do anything about. So we just have to accept it. But. It's a little nitpick. That's a nitpick. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. That is, that is a nitpick. <laughs> no, it's a it huge is. nitpick. Yeah. It is. But you know, hardcore fans of the games are probably like, 
he doesn't have a full beard. He's not Joel. Like, but I'm right here, Quinn. Come on. <laughs> no, I, I know. Yeah. Either regardless, I can't wait to play because I have both of the games downloaded on my mm. PlayStation. Can't wait to play them, and I can't wait to. I'm gonna rewatch the first episode before I watch the second, and I'm gonna try and keep up each week because yeah. it was a great pilot. It really the, was. The last, the last thing I'll say is just that, like, a lot of the reason that I don't have too much interest in the show right now is because, like, even the second game, I think, is unnecessary. Mm. Straight up. I just think it does not need to be a thing at all. Like, I like mm-hmm. the story. I really do. But it's like, if you had left it at just The Last of Us 1, it would have been totally fine. It would have been a perfect ending. It leaves you with, like, an air of mystery. You're just like, what the fuck is... Like, what do I think about this? It's like, it it leaves you to think about it for days on end and stuff like that. Like, that's why I don't think that The Last of Us 2 really justifies its existence. And that's why I feel like the show adaptation justifies its existence even less. I'm I'm not super sold on it right now, but I'll, I will get to it. It's just, it's, I feel like I want to wait for the hype to die down and then I'll get to it. Like I do with every show. I mean, you know me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're both, they're both ranking really high on IMDb right now. Each episode is like 9.3, yeah. 9.4. But um, I, uh-huh. I think what I read about season two, like season one is just going to be the first game and also the DLC. And then yeah. season two will be the second game. But they're probably going to uh-huh. change what I've seen. Like the start of episode two, I've noticed a pattern of the cold opens, which is kind of a, I, I guess I won't say it, but like uh, people were talking about they should have done the game as a prequel or afterwards. I'm like, no, what they're doing, I think mm-hmm. is smart is they're doing mm-hmm. like the first episode you have that scene with the scientist from 1968 and, and kind of setting, you know, planting the seed. And then the second episode, they go back again in time and it's kind of mm-hmm. a, so I'm pretty sure what they're going to be doing is that every cold open will have a scene from the past. So instead oh, of making mm-hmm. a prequel, they just incorporate it into the show, which is smart. And have a have oh, that's a, new. That is smart. That's good. Have a five four yeah. minute scene of just setting it up and be like, oh, okay, that's what that's what happens. And at the at the very like, least, like I mean, I'll I'll say this about like, you know, adaptations and like, you know, even about like you know, covering songs or whatever, like stuff like that. It's just like if you make it your own then it can be something really unique and like you don't have to follow everything beat for beat if you make it your own and you make something unique with the source material like that's a good thing and i'm glad that they're doing that like if that's the case because those like flashback you know way back in the past scenes were not in the game so you know that's good it's just a little more they're making it their own and doing something unique yeah and and i'm pretty sure as them you know the druckman and mazen just getting together like yeah let's let's spice things up a bit let's get this going um, but yeah, yeah. I, the only thing I'm concerned or confused about is like what where they're gonna go like after a season two. Like if the whole of the second game is gonna be season two, then what's gonna happen after that? Are they gonna make another game or are they gonna continue <laughs> it on their own or what? Probably just end it. I mean, if unless they make another game in that amount of time, but otherwise, probably just the, end it. Right. The I thing mean, is, like, I mean, I've I, I've got like probably one mission left, like I said in the second game, but like th- that game is fucking long. <laughs> Like, mm, it's way yeah. longer than The Last of Us 1, and it doesn't mm. really need to be, but it's, like, adapting that that entire story into, like, a series, I feel like it's going to need, like, two parts or something. Yeah, so, yeah. And I think Mania mentioned that in our, our she's like, I would rather mm. them do a part three of the game. I said, I don't think they'll do that. They're probably, he'll probably start writing something for the show only. 
I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know the characters. I can't remember the character's name right now. I'm gonna like make a prediction right now, and if I'm right, like I'm gonna be a fucking genius. But like, I feel like after the first two series or something like that, they're gonna make a spin-off series about the the bald-headed kid that lives in like this cult thing. I can't remember the name of it, but they're mm-hmm. gonna make a uh, like spin-off series about that. I guarantee it. I but guarantee. We haven't seen him in the show yet, right? Tell no, no, no. Now. It's in Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> okay. So, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Like, but I'm guaranteeing, like, they're going to make a spinoff about that. The one thing 100%. I'm excited about for Maybe. episode three is that we're going to see Nick Offerman and see Ron. Ah. Yeah. Okay, that that's one thing I'll say. He is the perfect casting for Bill. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Like, that's the only mm. thing where, like, it was announced and I was like, oh, yeah, that fits. Holy shit. And then I saw him as the character. I'm like, that looks like fucking Bill. Holy shit. <laughs> like, they did good on that one. So, yeah, yeah. I like that. And also, I think that yeah. the hype with the, the praise it's getting, it's also because in the past, every fucking adaptation has been shit. So when you finally get <laughs> oh, something... Oh, in terms of video games? Yeah. When you finally get something that's good or great, everybody's mm. everybody's creaming in their pants because it's like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not horrible. Like, I love, yeah, I love exactly. Assassin's Creed, the game. And I oh god the movie was terrible. And I watched him. Oh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, this is gonna be awesome. The trailer was pretty good, and then we get to the movie, and then you know that that was a big disappointment for me because Assassin's Creed was one of my biggest games growing up. The first one, like I've only played like half the first game, and I didn't like it, so that's oh. not something for me. But yeah, maybe, I think maybe I'll replay it one day. The the climbing, the yeah. climbing, the towers do get a little boring because you have to do that shit like fifty billion times. <laughs> I think the games get you should the games get way better, Liam, and actually they don't typically follow the same story to where you could probably play like the second or third and it'd be fine. But yeah. no, the first is extremely like kind of basic in a lot of ways. But I, it was such an early memory for me playing video games. I, I just love it for that. But the the one game I wish they would have tackled, and I don't know if they've done it because I am not really into the gaming community now. But that Fallout has such an mm. interesting concept, and that's something you can make into a show. But that would be a oh, big yeah. undertaking, though. That mm-hmm. that would be a massive, massive show. I mean. Just to get the production wise. I feel the same way, but like I, I feel like it might be a bit like even more difficult actually yeah. is like adapting Skyrim into something. Do you think you could do that? Skyrim? Oh my god, I don't know. Just like the Like that's that so would have much, to be so many be, different stories, you know? That would have to be a show just like Game of Thrones. Yeah, Because like, it has the know, same so it's, it's not the same as Game of Thrones, but it's when people see it they'll be like, Oh, is this a Game of Thrones show? Yeah, because you have yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. do tons it. of dragons. You can't do it in a movie. It'll have yeah. to be a show. Yeah, yeah it could be big. interesting if they did like make it into something. That would be. I would love that, but I, I feel like the game's just enough for me. Yeah, but like oh the at game the sa- at the same time yeah. like holy shit like Elder Scrolls Six has been an announcement phase for so <sighs> long like give it to me please yeah that's like my most I need like a game, game that's of... like I, yeah. I need a game that's like you know updated and like you know a a newer game where it flows better than skyrim and it's still Mm -hmm. the same feeling you know yeah Uh like that's true but i'm not gonna lie i mean i i have the ps5 edition of skyrim like on this and i've played it recently and that game even coming out in 2011 like it's been over a decade and it just it has aged so well it's it just never gets boring it's it's timeless it's the most timeless i re-bought it i bought it back what when I had my 360 back in 2011, and I it's mm. played it all, and then I think uh, two or three years ago I bought the PS4 edition, and it had like the H mm. like the the better quality. 
Yeah, and yeah just yeah. like the music is. Ugh. It's it's got to be the it's best so game good. soundtrack of all time. I I've it is so it like it's just so good. Like even emotional. when you like yeah. when you open the game and it's like that. <laughs> the epic. Like yeah. it's so good. Just it's just like fuck yeah. Uh, so did you? I'm excited God, to play this. Who's yeah. like your? Let's nerd out a little bit. Who's like mm-hmm. your go-to like follower in the game? Fane. Do you have like a without a doubt? Who? Fandal. Fandal's the first. He's actually like the first follower you come across, and it's in Riverwood, and he's the wood elf that's an archer, and you can. It's hilarious. The way that you convince him to follow you is. Oh that yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. He he has a crush on like this lady in the village, and then yeah, there's just like yeah. this other guy that he's competing with, and you have to like give her a fake letter from the other guy that makes him sound bad so then she doesn't like him anymore and it's it's the easiest like it takes a minute to gain him as a follower but he's he was always my favorite i love did you you have like a second follower or whatever like i mean if if you didn't go for feindle like did someone else the most overpowered follower in the game was oh my god I might have to look this up while you guys I, talk I, about I it. I but... choose mine based on my just enjoyment of the characters, really. I think mine mine was a woman. Who was Lydia? It? Yeah, 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 yeah. She had like the like, yeah. You yeah. no disgusting <laughs> Lydia. <laughs> I, I, had, I had so one, annoying. I had one and he just died. I don't know what happened to him. My yeah, my favorite or the most overpowered follower in the game I thought was Mercurio, who was he was the mage mm. that you can just hire in Riften. Yeah. They go to some like inn in Riften and you just hire him as like a hired hand and he never dies and he kills people like in an instant with his fucking lightning bolts. Like he is the most overpowered follower. One of the so... many reasons that I can't like do Lydia though is just because like whenever you try and get her to like carry something for you or whatever, she's always like, oh. I'm sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, Oh she... my god, fuck yeah. off Lydia. Just yeah, she kind of. The funniest part was when you go to the house yeah. and you have your wife, and then she's there. Hmm. Yeah, guys, yeah, that's true. It's kind of awkward. Go to the bedroom, real quick. My, I have two. I have two go-to followers, and they are Serana and Jizago. Do you remember Jizago? He's like the guy when you go to the College of Winterhold, and he's like the Khajiit guy. Oh yeah, I never yeah, really him. recruited him, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's just so great. And then there's yeah, like Khajiit's Serana, awesome. who's in like the vampire mission she's like the vampire daughter or whatever oh yeah oh she was cool she was cool i i think like uh, the entire like vampire section of that game like yeah. the entire dawn mission guard. revolving around yeah. that yeah dawn guard it's like yeah. the best part of the game for me it was I so love good it. like the entire I, mission really is fun. so interesting oh my god yeah that was that game just has so much content that it, you can I literally know. play it for days and days and you'll never run out of stuff Fuck, to do. i want to play it now <laughs> i know isn't it it's literally like there are times to where i doubt like i i really consider it being my favorite game of all time but it's so close it's it's got to be my favorite game of all time i'm sorry like followed yeah. closely by the last of us but like yeah i think the last of us is you know there's sort of like a separation thing there because the last of us is like you know it's open world and stuff sort of but Mm -hmm. like it's a story game you follow one story and that's it but like Mm -hmm. with skyrim there are so many different branches for all of it it's just so interesting (laughs) i've restarted skyrim probably like 20 plus times and just as different characters and i never follow the main story i get so sucked into just all the side quests (laughs) i never even finish the game it's that that happens in every like red dead 2 I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm doing a mission, and some person, um, can you pick me up this special flower up the mountain? And you gotta go up the mountain and find some fucking flower. 
and bring it back. Yeah. And, and then you spend, and yeah. then I do that. And then I go, you know what? I want to play some poker. And then you go play poker in some <laughs> bar. <laughs> you play poker. Yeah. Like and an then hour. like, and you, you go fishing. And you're like, I'm like, am I really fishing in a video game? <laughs> I'm telling you the side quests in video games are almost better than the main story. Half the time. They just I think are. it's just sometimes they're so unique and interesting. And you're just like, Oh wow. But you do get lost cool. in red dead because yeah. it looks so beautiful. Like it, it's oh, insane how beautiful yeah, yeah. it looks. But the one game I'm really looking forward to is the new GTA, because I've heard so many insane oh, things about whenever it. Whenever it fucking yeah. comes out, yeah, Jesus. seriously, yeah, it's gonna be massive, can't massive, wait. massive. Like it's just. Isn't it gonna be um a female lead? I'm pretty I sure. I believe, yeah, it's their first yeah. one too. Yeah, first. I'm pretty sure lead, she's which... gonna be like a Mexican female lead, and I'm like, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, first one, so. But maybe they'll do I, I it like GTA Five, where it'll be like three different characters as well. That was really cool how they did that. No, I loved GTA Five and Four, so I can't wait for that one. Which too. is the yeah. one that I used to? That, but, the one that mimics Scarface. That's Vice City, right? Vice City was um. Miami. It was like Miami. It was basically Scarface. In yeah, a video game. that one. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. the one. People love that one, and people love San Andreas too. I'll never get over San but, Andreas. San Andreas is so good. Yeah, I think my favorite is GTA Four though. I loved New York City and playing as that Russian guy. It was just so much fun. Like, you know what? That though? was I, my favorite. I don't think I properly like played through the missions on like the the original GTA Four. I think I only played mm-hmm. like that. There were like three versions of it. And it was like three different characters or whatever. And I played like the Lost and Damned, like that biker gang one. Mm. So I, mm-hmm. I only played like as him, like for like the full missions and stuff. And that was oh. so goofy. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I never played that um, part of the game, but I it was played fun. the main story a few times. GTA 4 slapped, yeah. It really did. I mean, all of them pretty much do. Yeah. That Vice City one, I would just, yeah. I would just get in the car and put all the the, the, the radio. They all do, but the, the Vice City soundtrack is great because yeah. it's pretty much all the songs from Scarface. Is like, <laughs> but if you if you actually yeah. leave on like the talk radio, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just you're just driving. You're like, oh, you're just laughing because it's just like yeah. one of those best like nostalgic memories or whatever was like when you were just driving around in GTA Vice City and you're just like listening to Out of Touch by Hall and Oates. It's like hell oh, yeah, yeah. You're out of touch. <laughs> it's great. Didn't yeah, we like? That was great. Quinn, didn't we like belt uh, that song out on the way back from Sue? Um, I think it was Man Eater by Holland Oates, but yeah, we definitely played some. Hall I definitely, I remember like drunkenly screaming out of touch, like in the back seat, and annoying the shit out of you and Kath. <laughs> That's I true, remember doing that was that. when we picked up Kath. So yeah, yeah. we probably played. Yeah, <laughs> you know, nothing like some good Holland Oates. Now I really want to play Skyrim. And Me all too. I'm games. gonna play it right after this. I don't care anymore. I need. To. Yeah, yeah, that was a good game discussion at this point i mean do we want we have a we have so many listener questions do we want to talk about avatar 2 i mean we we can still like i don't mind going for longer if you guys have like nothing to do it's oh i'm fine i just might need another bathroom break right now so that's fine i'll be right back yeah all right i'll be right back All right. All right, well, if we want to talk about Avatar 2, we can. <laughs> Liam and Tony had their little Moonfall discussion. Me and Tony had a little Last of Us discussion. <laughs> now we're going to talk, all of us, a little bit about Avatar 2, because we didn't really talk about that in depth on ours yet. 
Because you hadn't seen it at that point. <sighs> oh, when we were catching up on our movies, had I not seen it? Yeah, no, you said you were going to see it the next day. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we didn't really talk about it. But I know that you and I are kind of on the same page. I Honestly, I think all of us are on the same page. Uh, Maybe, what did yeah. you think, Tony? Well, I know I got a lot of shit when I put up my review from Letterbox <laughs> from two years ago, and which mm-hmm. I gave, I think it was two and a half stars to the first avatar that's the same score i gave it on rewatch yeah and because i i did a, <laughs> yeah. an event uh, like a movie event and i i reviewed it and i did like it when i first watched it in the theater i thought it was amazing everybody you're caught up with you know the special effects and the 3d and all that that shit but then i kept thinking wow this what is this this is just a ripoff of dances with wolves and fern gully and the last samurai all into one into this very formulaic yeah yeah and because yeah. you're you're amazed you, you get trapped by the visuals and then you're like you're forgetting that you're just given this generic rip you know story that you've heard so many times yeah. so there's absolutely nothing new about the story no and then nothing they have all. what's the guy's name Stephen lang i just don't yeah. like him <laughs> he's as the a, best part of both Oh, you like him? I don't like him. He's the best part of both movies. He, I love him. He he just plays that stereotypical yeah. cartoonish villain that it just doesn't... <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. But I went into the second movie open-minded because people thought, oh, you're just going to you're just gonna hate on it since you don't like the first one. At least the second one had a better story. And I, I again, I was blown away by the visuals. I watched it in 3D IMAX and I go, how the fuck did they do this? Like, once they get underwater you're like oh my goodness like this is absolutely <laughs> insane the visuals and if this movie yeah. doesn't win best visuals academy award then what the hell is the point it absolutely will it, it has to mm-hmm. but again it's going to yeah again i got lost with that. i think i gave it like a 7.8 or something but when i watch it again in my house without the imax without the 3d yeah it'll probably go down that's the christopher nolan effect i think yeah I'll, I'll, it'll probably go oh. down to like a seven the only difference is christopher nolan has actually interesting concepts so, he does I mean, yeah he has, he has I, other stuff to elevate his his amazing visuals too he definitely does yeah so, but i feel like his movies are really yeah elevated in theaters it's like oh yeah you have to see him on the big screen you just have to but yeah and then watching um, them like on rewatches after that it's like it brings you back to that experience anyway so you're mm-hmm. like yeah at least i had right. that first experience but with like the way of water it's like i cannot see it holding up at all like later no. down the track Mm-mm. no it's definitely going to go down when i rewatch it for sure but again it's the villain it's yeah. not gonna hold up because like it, it felt lazy i don't even know why i gave mm-hmm. it such a high score maybe i was just on a high of <laughs> watching this movie you come off of the movie and you're like wow that was amazing looking you know and then you really think about it and i mean i'm not going to change my score my scores stay the same with both two movies they're both three stars for me I think they're okay, but yeah, you're right. Story way down here, visuals way up here. So like mm. I, they kind of meet in the, the score meets in the middle. But I just wish it was both good story and visuals. But that's not that's, what I'm getting. That's sort so. of like how I felt when I was leaving the theater for like um the Rise of Skywalker actually, because I was just like yeah. I I liked the look of that movie and I was like enjoying it. I was like this is cool, bombastic, crazy fun and stuff. And then as I was walking out, I'm like that story was fucking dumb. Right exactly (laughs) like and and 
even though that movie at this point rise skywalker is almost a guilty pleasure for me because i I have that (laughs) rated like i have it rated like a three and a half out of five so like i realize it's technically not good but you're right you're so much stimulation is thrown at you every second you never even have it you're constantly entranced by the fucking craziness that you think you're enjoying what you're watching but then you walk away really thinking about the story like what happened and you're like yeah not much happened and that wasn't really like thought out very well but i mean i i think uh, i'll like i've I've actually written the review out properly now that i'm gonna put out eventually but i'll spoil it right now i've given the way of water a four out of ten i do mm. not think like i think it's worse than the first avatar just because i think that the first avatar actually had interesting qualities about it whereas the way of water it's like it's three fucking hours long and it's like nothing that interesting happened it's got like sort of basically like a recycled villain even though i like i like him and he's like i i think he's goofy and over the top and that's fun but like it's it's like there's nothing unique about it in that way it's like it's it's just coming off the first and it's like right nothing has changed it is such a silly way to reintroduce him like you because they didn't even introduce that in the first movie the fact that like he had okay well we have to get into almost spoilers at this yeah pretty much so okay um (laughs) Yeah, spoilers for Avatar 2! The way of water. But yeah, like, the fact that they reintroduced him, like, in the first movie, there was no, like, backstory given to this. Like, he's backing up his memory into the Avatar body, and all we get in Avatar 2 is, like, a throwaway scene of, like, oh yeah, I, we're backing up our bodies into these Avatar 2 bodies, but we're not gonna die, so it doesn't matter. But then he did die, and now he's coming as the fucking blue person. It's... It's just yeah. like the the worst crime is those silly throwaway lines that that the villains always say. That it, they were so yeah. horrible. Like you hear the people yeah. in the back, yeah, 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 boy, <laughs> yeah, like and so, that's a... so stupid. Like, we don't need that. Shut up. Let the main guy talk, and you just yeah. stay yeah. in the back, like yeah, bro. Yeah, they just like call each other like you know like bitch. Yeah, bitch. It's like. you're not jesse pinkman come on like stop it but no that's the thing about these movies is that little moments like that it makes it feel like a video game in a lot of ways and that's how i'm trying to view them for my enjoyment is the fact that like it's a big video game cutscene. that's really basically what i'm watching so if i can Mm -hmm. like just picture it as that that's how i view the avatar movies i mean i should view them as just movies but that's how i've come to actually to try and enjoy them because you're right the story is nothing special yeah i think that like looking at it in that sort of way makes the first a bit more fun for me but the Mm -hmm. second it's like it's so slow and it's so like up at itself with the visuals like yes it looks good that's great but like give me something to latch on to yeah. holy shit right i don't I will care say, about though, any character i really don't that's where we kind of differ though because like that was my case with the first movie i thought the first movie had extremely bland and just unrelatable characters like i couldn't latch on to anybody but the second movie i was able to care about the children and the and the family i actually was able to like they they were likable enough for me even though so that that gives it's somewhat of an identity this movie like it's not just a rehash of the first like they've evolved in a lot of ways so i did like some of the children i thought they were likable but other than that the story itself nothing else really was interesting to me yeah the the third act is the same as the first because you get the military yeah and i think if if Mm -hmm. you wanted to make a good movie and a good villain 
We don't need the military again. We need to have other avatars from this world be villains. Yeah. Which I think th- that's yeah. what they're going to do with the Fire Nation in part three. <laughs> they, you know, they're... It's I mean, they're doing, they're, doing like, into... they're doing like five more of these, aren't they? Aren't they? Something yeah, like there's at least... There's a, at least five or six movies total. But yeah. they're doing what Avatar The Last Airbender is doing. Yeah. They're just going to Earth, Earth, water. fire, water. I think part four will yeah. be air. Just going to be in the air. Then yeah, fly. that's what I've heard too is that part four is going to be air. It's like you already stole the name. Now you're stealing the idea of Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, come on. I personally didn't care about anyone in the movie, honestly. Like, I think the kids like those characters were like you know okay enough like they're sort yeah. of just like the main protagonist because jake sully isn't like super there in this one yeah. i don't think but like the only person i cared about in the first one was natiri honestly because i i felt like she was just like an interesting character zoe soldana played her really well but like in the second she's so shelved i was like oh my god like the one character i actually kind of gave a shit about like she's just barely yeah. in the fucking movie she was shelved yeah, yeah. i mean the the four for, at the forefront it really was the children of the family like they were the a main focus which is why i do prefer this one slightly to the first movie because like mm. i did care about their characters they were like they had their own personalities they were flawed in their own ways and i thought they were kind of likable the difference in characters is what elevates the first a bit of the second a bit above the first as well as the visuals because we're over a decade later so the visuals better be better than 2009 but i mean that goes without saying so one of the biggest problems for me though was like and you know i don't have a problem with the character or anything like that but why the hell did sigourney weaver voice a child <laughs> well it's because it was her child so yeah, like it but makes my sense, god but... come on like i i mean you know if i had a kid would it sound exactly like me no it wouldn't no it's no. just weird it's like it was a bit weird yeah. like i don't mean to be a dick but sigourney weaver does not sound young yeah like, no, no, I she just doesn't. kept hearing that voice old. coming out of that kid, and I was like, the yeah. "Why? Why?" <laughs> the one character that bugged me the most was the Spider Kid, and to have him oh, with he was so out of place. The him, yeah, him, so him being place. the son, like that's just a major yeah, he coincidence. Me the most. Like, who cares? And, and then right, he's like the son of Stephen, and Lane. then he's like, "Oh, he's feeling sorry about him." And like, don't you see that he wants to kill? You've been friends with these avatars your whole life. They're yeah. brothers to you. They're like your family, right? And then you're gonna side with this maniac right. who you just met exactly and you're like help like let him die who gives a shit yeah mm. it makes that made no sense the only reason they didn't let him die is because they need you know more movies and he's gonna show up in the rest of the movies but yeah the the avatar family was his new family and this dad that he never even knew or was around for his whole childhood why does he suddenly care about him it just made it was really annoying at the same time, though, like, I mean, I don't know if you guys are on board or whatever, but I, I just, I love Stephen Lang as this character. He's a fucking maniac. He's just I mean, fucking crazy. And I, like, would like to see more of him just being who, unhinged. Who is the... Like, that sounds yeah. great. Was he also, Who was yeah. the guy, the other, like, the captain of the ship that was going crazy? He Was he... No, he wasn't British. He was, was he Australian? Yeah, he was. there was an Australian he guy. He was, like, going... Remember that? No, it wasn't. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there was. So yeah, yeah. What too. an embarrassment to Australia. I'm sorry on behalf of Australia. <laughs> as, as I was oh. watching the movie, I imagined I was like, I wonder what Liam was me, me thinking Jack, during the scene. Me and scene. Jackson, when we went to see that, we were just rolling our eyes at each other. Like, yeah, that's literally guy. what I was like thinking as I was watching. I was like, what, I wonder what Liam. I wanted of this to look guy. up. Is he? Is but, he actually? Is he actually Australian, or is he just? Doing he sounds that? like he's actually Australian. I don't think I've seen him before, but he nails it was the just accent. So stereotypical, wasn't it, for you guys? I'm assuming. I mean, yeah. 
I don't know. <laughs> like, I just imagine if I was Australian, I'd be, like, annoyed by this guy. But Yeah, we were embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like if a, if a, it's every time, that's every time an American shows up on screen and he's, like, you know, got an American flag and is, like, fucking, yeah. like, cowboy hat. It's like, we're, like, oh. really? That we're not, that's not all Americans. <laughs> like, but, you know, about Stephen Lang, like, I'm indifferent to his character in these movies. I don't dislike him as much as tony does but i don't like him as much as you do liam i just think he's a just generic whatever he's he's enjoyable i think i just like the way that he plays him like i think he's just really over the top like i like the way he's better in this one because he has to uh assimilate to being an avatar right at least that makes his character more interesting does make yeah it it makes the character better yeah in part one because you basically become what he hates so i mean that's an interesting where he's at at the same time it's not even really him i don't even know i mean it's his mind it's his mind but not his body so like it's 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 pretty much him but it's not but that's like his that's his like justification for saying like you're not really my son like he'll kill him you know as a threat but then at the end of the day he still does care about him so i mean it's just kind of like it didn't really uh, make much sense. To I'll me, say one one thing. more thing about the movie. Um, I don't know the character's name, but when they go to the water tribe, I know it's um, Kate Winslet is the voice of the mother, and I forget yeah. the voice of the dad. But their daughter was way too hot to be. <laughs> 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 I went to the I went blues. to my I went to the movies with my that. with my son. I feel I, like everyone in the theater was awkward when like she walked out of the water. I like, looked, we were six, laughing. I turned to like, my son yeah. and I go, "That's that's not right." <laughs> cover his eyes <laughs> no he's 20 he's 21 but i, I just like are we really saw, gonna like she's like a supermodel like her body are we really gonna like, come on i i saw the movie um you know me and chandra work at the movie theater here and we we were man we managed to watch it on a day that the theater was closed so it was just me chandra and her husband pretty much that watched it and we were laughing when that happened like it yeah. is just so awkward and weird when i feel she like everyone walked was, out yeah. of the water it was like a cliche cheesy like supermodel walking out of the water like it was like you sexy things should have started playing yeah yeah <laughs> i was expecting music it's very weird hey it, it's it's, it's made so over cool. uh two yeah it's made over two billion now should we get on to listening questions it's uh yeah probably should time. <laughs> all right uh first question now we're getting into listener questions there's the intro from movies that don't suck are you guys excited for m knight's new film what's your favorite of his filmography so are you guys excited for knock at the cabin i'm cautiously excited that's as you should be with him yeah it's it's m knight so i don't know if it'll be 50 50 amazing you never know. yeah but i'd say my favorite film from him is like probably not gonna change it's signs mm-hmm yeah hell yeah signs is incredible i'll add my signs is my favorite as well especially growing up and living in the midwest my whole life like that was the that was just like the environment that i was in like it felt like i was in the movie Mm -hmm. because like that was like where i lived yeah it's just so good like it balanced everything from the family dynamic to, to like the unknown to just the creepy eerie fucking moments and just like the, the monologues they would have and it was just that's easily my favorite i feel like that's one uh, movie that will always w- make me cry as well is because of the dinner scene yeah like the dinner scene yeah. fucks me up fucks the dinner me up. scene and i i love that scene but also the little moment that the the dialogue he has with joaquin phoenix on the couch where he's talking about like the monologue about like miracles or whatever you know like do things happen by chance or are they miracles and like yeah. that 
just it was so creepy and like it was so good but it's what do such you good writing it's such good directing yeah. i love it so much but it's probably followed it like closely by unbreakable for me but signs literally I feel the like same it will here be top. yeah yeah i'm gonna yeah. just join the party because that's my favorite and that's probably the last movie of <laughs> his uh, yes signs game good. Yeah, it, it's just so, and that's the thing is that when you ask your typical person, a lot of people actually don't think science is his best. They'll, you know, yeah. they'll say either they'll say the Sixth Sense, which is a good pick, but or if they're in like a newer generation, probably like Split. I would say Split. Split was his last amazing movie. I thought like Split, Split has was grown great. on me so much with each viewing. Like I really think Split is amazing. I, but... I loved Split on first viewing. I was like, oh my god, and yeah. like when spoilers for split when like the yeah. fucking bruce willis comes in at the end like in the theater i was just oh, like oh god no fucking way like dude holy shit, that was like a this? full-on like marvel moment in a yeah in it was crazy movie. it was like you, you know and then gloss cool. happened <laughs> yeah oh god it, it's crazy Jeez, because that's... i he started off with such a bang his first three yeah and you're like this guy mm-hmm, is gonna exactly. be one of the greatest of all time and then mm-hmm. we get to i don't even want to talk about avatar but signs it's probably the last movie that i really enjoyed of his and that's what 22 years ago 23 21 years ago i love that sixth sense works back then i don't know if sixth sense comes out now if it would have the same impact because that ending like i don't know you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. if people didn't know the the spoiler to it like the because everybody knows the twist by now it's like the most iconic twist in movie history but like i don't know because like yeah movie twists they were a thing back then but not like that you know i feel like yeah i I don't know because back back then there's no there's no social media obviously but it was just like hey did you watch that movie oh you gotta go watch it that's it (laughs) that was a conversation but the good Mm -hmm. thing about that though is that i i think that you know people in this generation like in this day and age like if they're younger or whatever they're probably not talking about the spoilers for the sixth sense so if you did watch it at this point like you're probably just going to be surprised as well no i'm saying if it were to come out now as a new movie I don't know if it would yeah, work. Yeah, that, that'd be different, yeah. But I, I, but I mean, uh, if people watch it now, that's fine. I think people would still be kind of mind-blown, like, if it came out now. But it wouldn't be as big of a cultural thing, probably, because we've seen so yeah, much yeah. up mm-hmm. until this point. But no, I agree that that was, like, those first three movies, pretty much masterpieces back-to-back, honestly. So you didn't care much for Split then, even? No. Like, you didn't? No, I mean, it yeah. wasn't horrible, It wasn't, but I didn't, like give it a positive i know that was a divide literally no pun intended it was split amongst audiences <laughs> it just was so i mean but I, there he has m night is i love him even though he's made some downright terrible movies like i love how hit or miss he is it's just like exciting like oh new m night movie it's like a cultural yeah. thing too like even the mainstream people know Shyamalan's name yeah. at this point, like new Shyamalan movie. But the thing is and, that he's yeah. making he's he's swinging and missing way too often. But now with the yeah. show, I've heard a lot of good things about the show, so I'm not gonna say nothing about. I really oh, talk about. I need to start Servant. Yeah. Oh God, don't even get me started. I mean, you guys have been seeing that. I've been rewatching yeah, yeah. it, and that's the thing is that he. Pro- I think he's producing and like. I think he, I'm sure he has a hand in writing, but he's not directing like every episode or anything, but he does have like a cameo, of course. And like, it's, <laughs> I'm telling you, Servant is like some of the best, most underrated television I've 
scene at least the first season it's just so good but i can't wait to watch yeah, it anyway. i don't know why it's taking me so long but yeah it's it's literally worth the apple tv subscription just for that show like it really it's is. crazy the apple tv but, like when it first came out like apple tv that's bs now it has some of the best shows <laughs> on tv yeah. i need to watch severance i need to but um, love ted lasso yeah, love the slow horses that just came out Slow mm-hmm. Horses, I really got to watch that because that's got Jack Loudon, and I really like oh, Jack Loudon. You're gonna and love um, Gary Oldman. Yeah, obviously. Gary Oldman is so good. But uh, uh, about signs, that one scene with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, he's watching the birthday party in Brazil. That always <laughs> oh my makes God. me laugh. He, his, it's the best. It, his reaction. It is makes so, you laugh, but like it's so. It's probably the creepiest scene in the movie. The too. way it's set up, like, like, and then he's just looking. Yeah. at he's in the closet. <laughs> you just feel like you're with this like family like experiencing it in their shoes because that's why i love that's why i think signs is like a 100 times better alien movie than like independence day or anything like that is because it's so contained and it's like what you know you feel like you're a part of this family in this house learning about it as it's going on not seeing the world coming to an end you don't know what's happening outside of that house like the other creepy yeah so, i mean the other creepy scene is when yeah. they're in the crops and all you see is the foot the foot step out of the crops yeah yeah and then also like the little shot like mel gibson's talking to the you know the the son or the daughter on the bed and then he just looks out the window and you just see just a quick shot of the silhouette standing yeah. on the rooftop and then just with yeah. that noise and it's like that's it it's like holy but see how fuck. the movie works when when they only show them a handful of times Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you see, it's incredibly yeah. eerie. It knows like when to yeah. use that stuff and when not to. Yeah, Shyamalan, his I forget his character's name. He traps him in his store, and you don't. You just see like mm-hmm. the, the shadow under the. And you know what's the best part about that? The sh- there's no music. Yeah, it's just eerie, <laughs> silent. That's one of my favorite things in like No Country for Old Men as well. Like mm-hmm. no music, just like and, and yeah. it's like pretty much like the exact same scene. Like when um Tavia Bardem like comes to that hotel and you just see like the boots under the door and stuff, and then like he's like standing on the other other like side of the door with a shotgun and he's just like shitting himself. He's like, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, just like it's, suspense. Sometimes I love no suspense mu- like that, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need music to build suspense because yeah. like. Often, yeah. you know, music like they'll insert it to like make tell you like you should be feeling scared yeah. if I'm putting the suspense music, but you don't need the music if you're already feeling scared. So it just works even better. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just oh god. When M Night hits, he really hits. He's great. He really but... does. His highs are really high, but his lows are really low. So and like... I don't even know like how to feel about old anymore. It's just like. It, it's like Moonfall to me. It's so dumb, exactly. but I love it. It's a it. guilty pleasure. Like, yeah. one of the characters' names is literally... What is it again? Fucking uh, Mid-Size Sedan. One of the, the yeah, rapper's name is the Mid-Size rapid, Sedan. Yeah. And it's like, sedan. this is so goofy. Old, I remember seeing Old in theaters, and it was just... And I saw it alone in, like, a theater by myself watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and I was, like, so happy that I realized it wasn't good, but I just... I didn't care. Yeah. I was like, this mm. is crazy this is awesome the, but... the one thing about signs is that the when you watch it again the actual alien design is not the best and, and but mm-hmm. the movie's so good you don't give a shit about that You're like, okay whatever mm-hmm. i'm yeah. not gonna nitpick yeah. i'm not gonna drop my rating because it doesn't look amazing and because you mm-hmm. have the other side of the corner that you have amazing visuals and shitty writing and dialogue and there's a way to like look at it yeah. for the time it came out as well. You oh, know? Yeah, yeah, like it's not. Yeah, two thousand. You know, if it came out now, yeah. it probably would have been different visually. But 
it, it might and, not have been well, as if it impactful. came out now they would have had like a big even bigger action scene with the fucking alien at the end and broad yeah. daylight like and it just would have been goofy but in this like just simple you know swing away merle and just like with the bat and the water and like it was just so yeah. fucking good and like yeah, so I, I am, ex- even though I'm down with, with M. Night, every time I watch that trailer, I do get excited. I'm excited to see Bautista in this movie. Yeah, I need I'm to excited see to see him and Rupert Grint. Yeah. Rupert know, Grint, like, give me more. Dude, I love which Rupert it, Grint. Liam, which is another reason why you need to watch Servant, because he's, yeah. amazing, he's a great part of Servant. He is, he's hilarious. It's, it's, not, it's and, not just a Harry Potter thing. It's like, I just, I love Rupert Grint in general. I think he's a great dude and a great actor. Yeah. So yeah, and I can't wait to see Servant and Knock at the Cabin. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. I I can't wait to see it. All right, moving on. This one is from my mom. Uh, at hey, follow... mom. <laughs> yeah, hi, mom. Uh, at follow Francie on Instagram. She uh asked if, which I think we've probably talked about this before, but not with Tony, obviously. But if you were to direct a movie what genre of movie would you do and who would you want as your cast or your lead just your lead yeah uh Um, i'll do the sci-fi and i'll have daniel day lewis sci-fi i don't think he's done a sci-fi movie has he no wow i'm I'm still i'm I'm just gonna say it again because it still hasn't changed i still haven't seen a single daniel day lewis movie what (laughs) i'm serious like isn't that crazy crazy. i've only seen four but like dude well phantom thread will probably be your first if you watch it with julia when she's here i'm sure i'll watch it with julia yeah and and that's i think phantom thread is it's tied for my favorite performance of his i know i haven't seen them all but yeah he's incredible I believe you. I'm sure he's a great actor. It's just like yeah. it's so crazy that I haven't seen anything by him, I, and I, I still haven't I'm seen a single. To, I still haven't seen a single David Lynch movie either. I'm still trying. Oh my I'm gosh. still trying to process the no. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know. Believe me, but, dude. Like, once you watch There Will Be Blood, you'll yeah. view movies differently from then on. That's my. That was my experience. Like after I watched There Will Be Blood, I realized I'm never gonna see another movie of that quality again uh a genre i would do a, a psychological horror i don't want i don't want to just cast like one of my favorite actors it has to fit the movie but i would do a psychological horror with willem dafoe i'm not saying it'd be the lighthouse but like similar it's my favorite genre and my favorite actor at the moment like I would well, his his new like movie that. coming up is that oh yeah with your the yorgos uh Lathimos inside like he's, a he's coming out with a new movie willem dafoe yeah Oh, what? I yeah. didn't hear about that. Yeah, with Willem Dafoe. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because wasn't the original title of the movie just called And? Check, check out the that. trailer. It's, it's a it's, weird-ass title. It's a terrible yeah. name. It is a terrible name. Like, people were making fun, like, saying it's like he's trying to be Jordan Peele, like, with, you know, And, Nope, Us, like, <laughs> shit like that. But, no, I think they changed the name. I would say, well, I mean, if you had to pick, like, a like another actor to go along with them, like, their, you know, supporting actor or actress... Yeah. I don't know, Dom Hall Gleason. Hmm. I don't know. I have to say, <laughs> you always pronounce that one. name wrong. What, what is it pronounced? It's like Donal or Donal. The Brandon <laughs> Gleason's son. I'll call him yeah. that. Mr. Mr. Gleason. <laughs> Gleason Jr. Yeah, Gleason Jr. I would probably say I'd make like a... I'd like to try and figure out some sort of weird like sci-fi psychological drama. That sounds weird, but like some sort of weird movie like that. Kind of like Blade Runner. Maybe something yeah. like that, but it's like, I have like an idea in my head, but I don't want to go into depth or anything. Yeah, that with like maybe Mads Mikkelsen and like Rebecca Hall, because they're pretty mm, much my favorite cool. too. That'd, be, that'd cool. be cool. Thanks, mom, for the question. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, mom. 
Well, this is a somewhat similar question. Not really, I guess, but like from moving underscore 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 pictures, she sent us a few questions. So <clears throat> if you could make a biopic on someone, who would it be? I feel like, uh, I mean, it's going to happen at some point inevitably, but like if I was able to make one and really do it properly, and I doubt it will be done properly, but Michael Jackson, I would like to oh, be I'm doing surprised. that. How's that not happened yet? I'm I'm not. extremely surprised it hasn't mm. happened yet, but like I would like to maybe do it justice, you know. But I, I feel like it won't be done justice. It'll be like I cheesy just don't know if you can find the right person to cast. That's the issue. You know, you can't replace Michael. <laughs> and like, then you, you have, know what a lot of people have have right now probably like the weekend. No, <laughs> fucking hell. No, you can't yeah. do that though because you have to hire. <laughs> Everyone thinks that he's he has the same voice though. Everyone's right, I, that's like, what oh, I he think. No, I don't I mean, think that's so. what I. The only I mean, I from what I've listened to so far, the only issue well, with that movie is that you have similar. to you, you have to have her yeah. hire a black actor and then a white actor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you really you do. could just do white face if you want. Oh, that'd right. just be so goofy. I mean, yeah, I it's know. a hard movie to pull off. Probably. I feel like it's an impossible movie, and like because he was such a one of a kind, like person like i feel like people probably won't even touch it you know yeah it's exactly it's too big of a name to try and do justice like it's not just that like it'll either come out and it'll happen and it'll be cheesy and i don't i don't know but like if they don't do it that way they're gonna do it the other way where it's like this dude's a pedo oh god which they've already done documentaries on that haven't they yeah. the um, yeah but like eventually called? it's gonna be a biopic where they go all in you know maybe yeah i don't know i just know they did that one documentary which i didn't watch it's an HBO. Um, the, the the problem with it is the mystery, you know, like because a lot of people right. don't know if it's true or not. Never been like properly proven, so I don't think people want to approach it. I think that's why we haven't seen one. It, yet. It's hard with biopics. Yeah. I I think I put something up on my story that Elvis and like Marilyn Monroe deserve like a limited series, ten episodes, getting to mm -hmm. know their whole life because it's so Elvis is such a massive icon to try to make a movie of just three hours and marilyn monroe as well it should be something yeah. like 10 episodes in a show that you can see you can actually go from the beginning and follow their their career but mm -hmm. it's so hard to make a great biopic the best biopic yeah. i've seen like as of late would be rocket man i think that was the last great one mm -hmm. yeah I loved it. Yeah, I still need to see that. Yeah, I seen I still it. It's great, it. and like no, I, and I love Elton John. I just, oh. I just don't know how I haven't seen it. I've only heard like his first two albums, and like I hadn't heard pretty much like any of his music aside from like the hits before watching that movie, and I still just loved it. Yeah, Amazing I know movie. I would like it. He was definitely a. Big... It's literally just a musical, but like a biopic really? at the same time. Like it's so good. It's it's <laughs> what Bohemian should have been because uh, really? exactly yes Elton yes. John yeah. is on record saying you know what if you're gonna make something about me you have to know everything about me I'm not gonna hide anything yeah. exactly he he literally said like I did not live a PG life so we're not doing that. <laughs> I I can't wait to see it if I did a biopic then I you don't see many biopics on like directors you know and like you always see yeah. them on musicians like because some of my favorite musicians i would not want to see a biopic done like i don't want to see a metallica <laughs> biopic or a drake biopic i just don't because you can't do it right but if i was to i think an interesting biopic would be on like i think george lucas would be a cool yeah. biopic because he oh, yeah, had an interesting would be, yeah. creating you know one of the biggest franchises of all time or even i thought stanley kubrick a biopic about stanley kubrick would be really cool that's what I would pick. I just, I'm kind of done with musical biopics. I love them. 
a lot of them, but yeah, I, I would want to see that. I think my big problem with a lot of music biopics is that they only do it for like really huge artists. Mm-hmm. If they if they did them for like some lesser known ones or like some ones that have like a fan base but not like a huge fan base, you know, like that could yeah. be pretty interesting like if they did one for like the origin of death grips or something like that that could be cool. <laughs> oh shit that'd be like, amazing like that. yeah, yeah. How, how has there not been an how has there not been an acdc biopic i mean if there has correct me but like that's a big know. band that i'm surprised hasn't had a biopic too i would say I you know, know the beatles but the the that documentary of peter oh. jackson we don't need anything else exactly that was so good i watched it too i would like to see like a albert einstein or like even frank Sin- oh, that could be yeah. frank sinatra oh yeah because that'd be he cool. has so many connections to like the women to, like the, the mob. mob yeah all that shit like has that not been done yet or anything i don't think so don't, i don't no. th- as far as yeah and the music he does have a lot of hits but that would be kind of, but see again i would like to that's like an HBO limited series that I want to see because then you could. You just can't what pack I always... all of somebody's life into two hours. You know, it's yeah. that's hard. What I always hate about biopics though is that they always just do the same title. It's just the last name. That's it. Yes. Yeah. So annoying. <laughs> I could see the Frank Sinatra biopic now, just called Sinatra. Yeah. Sinatra. And it'll end with you know him singing, "I did it my way," probably <laughs> like that. Isn't that his song? Wait, my. I swear that's his song. I do like that Rocket Man ends with um I'm still standing. That's like actually perfect yeah. for like the the journey that you've gone on through the whole movie and then it's like right. I'm still standing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> you need to end it with their biggest song. I mean that was just it's meant, you know, you just have to do that. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, uh next question, I'll just continue with Julia's questions. What is the most beautiful and effective use of music in a film you've seen so far? Oh boy. Oh gosh oh bring out the fucking heavy hitters the big uh, questions. i needed some advanced notice think. with this question i know that's yeah. i needed advanced notice too and to be honest look liam we might have to you might have yeah to like, we're gonna have to start a new recording we're gonna have to start another one so like before that happens quick intermission think about the answer i'm yeah. I, my bladder is overactive i'll be right back I, I have to say, and I'm not even saying this because it's pretty much my favorite movie of all time, but the soundtrack and use of music in Taxi Driver really just like that's it adds on to why it is my favorite movie because it really puts you in the shoes of the main character, makes you feel what he's feeling. And it's just the most like beautiful like saxophone, just like late night music fucking ever. And it's just it but- works so well. But does she so, mean like a like a song that was you know just a normal well, song not made for the all, movie? I mean, all she says is, "What is the most beautiful and effective use of music in a okay, film you've okay, seen right. so far?" So it could be either, really. Fair enough. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> I have one because it's one that I think about. It's John Williams' uh, score in Schindler's List, mm. and it's that one piece of the violin that pops up. And I think it's his greatest score, but that when really? I when I hear it, it's so beautiful, but also so heartbreaking and emotional because you know what's behind mm. it. You see in the scenery, and that's when you see all the killing of the Jews in the ghetto. And they using that mm-hmm. this music. It just affects me in a way like I can't. Yeah. Every time I see that, and I think that 
I hear that, and even like they did a special AFI for him, and they played it live. Like him, mm. he's in the crowd, and they have you know one of the best violinists in the world playing that one riff. Like everybody in the crowd is just like crying. Like what it means in the movie, I I think it's one of the best. That's also heart choice. heartbreaking though. Yeah, I need to rewatch that. It's been so long. I I I'm sure I would notice what music you're talking about. Yeah, Still haven't seen it. It's it's the one riff with the violin that you'll know what I'm talking about because because it's so fucking beautiful, but yeah. it's also like heart wrenching when you see the visuals that's accompanying. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking uh, at like my favorite movies list, and I'm just like now I'm remembering so many. I'm like I don't know what to. I know. I mean, there's a ton that like I'm probably not thinking of, but I'd say definitely one of them is like um I mean it's not like a hugely emotional one for me or, or anything but i think it's just a really good use of music is um that opening like club scene in victoria i really love the song mm, in that I think that was that fantastic. was great it's so good that was really good and also um the song lighthouse by future islands was used in titan when they're all having mm. like that dance sequence in the in the fire station mm-hmm. like that was just absolutely beautiful and like the slow motion going to it, it's incredible I love it. Yeah. There's one piece of music, use of music from 2022 that fucking hit me so hard, and that's the ending of After Sun and the use mm. of, of uh, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. Oh, I still need it. to see that. Yeah. I still need to see it. It's fucking uh, shit. I can, I'm ne- never going to be able to listen to that song again without thinking about the movie. I just, I can't wait to see it because this feels like the first time since like Parasite that everybody's on board saying like this movie is basically a fucking masterpiece like i really can't wait to see it i mean i don't know if it's to that level obviously but like i mean it's i hear it's good in terms of like 2022 ones like recently like literally the most recent movie that i watched was triangle of sadness and Mm -hmm. there's like a um the credit song in that it's a song called maria we've lost dancing it's like this really banging like club type song but it like it works so well with like the movie and like it leads into the credits so well and i haven't stopped listening to it it's it's a (laughs) great song that's always like that happens to me so often that's what happened to me so often recently that like i'll watch a movie and there's a certain popular song from the movie that i i've heard before but never would have bothered listening to but Mm. within where it comes in in the movie all of a sudden you just have it on repeat you know yeah and that was me with um have you either of you seen chunking express by Wong Kar Wai? Yeah. You know, you, you probably know what song I'm talking about, Tony. Mm. They play California. What is it? California loving like a hundred times in the movie. It's literally, it just doesn't stop. (laughs) And I've been listening to that song on repeat. That was just, it's such good use of that song. It's just one other example from recently that I can think of. But again, like not an emotional one or anything, but one that's like, you know, a classic for a good reason is um, Hip to be Square, of course. You know, of course. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if we're talking like popular song use, yeah, for sure. It's iconic at this point. Uh, You haven't seen Zodiac yet, have you, Quinn? No, I have. I've seen it a couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, for some yeah. reason, I thought you hadn't. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, Hurdy Gurdy Man in that pretty much opens and closes with that song, and it's fantastic. I love it. I'd have to rewatch it. I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's been a while, but I have seen that movie at least twice. Well, now, favorite car crash. <laughs> or not car crash, car chase. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. I mean, uh... mine's pretty easy at this point. I. And it's The French Connection by William Friedkin. It's one of the most iconic car chases in 
movie history because it was partly real yeah. and like yeah. the fact that I, I already that. told you about the Liam. Yeah. And you probably know Tony, you you know. That was I mean, just the 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 knowledge behind that scene, the fact that like he <laughs> kind of did did stuff he shouldn't have done, but like it made for an authentic car chase was fucking crazy and like I just love that. But also the car chase in Nightcrawler, um, if you can count oh, that yeah. as a car chase. I was gonna pick French Connection too, but also like the bat <laughs> the Batman one from last year. Oh, yeah. oh that a... made me go wild. That was so I love that one. <laughs> that was a great car chase. And yeah, also the the ones <laughs> I want to say the ones. The ones in the Bourne movies always entertaining. Fuck yes. Oh yeah. Oh my yeah. god, yes. Especially not like, the, only, like the, the one at the chase. end of the Bourne Supremacy. So good. I mean not only the car chases but like just the just the chases. Like there's always characters running yeah, after yeah. other characters like on rooftops and shit and it's just I love the Bourne trilogy yeah they're those were like the john wicks before john wick you know like in terms yeah. of action like choreography and just like action intensity you know, and stuff. remember uh 40 year old virgin man yeah. i didn't I, I thought matt damon was like a pansy but he kicks ass in this movie <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so uh, random but it, I, I thought yeah. it was hilarious that's hilarious the uh next question from all right so reviews he asked who would you want as a director for a video game you want adapted? So kind of what we were talking about before, um, video games being adapted. I did see this question beforehand, which is why I got my posts ready, because this is something I posted a while back. I'll go with, um, I'm going to rattle off a bunch because I've already made two posts about this specific thing, actually, and I still stand by it. Like, these would be perfect, like, adaptations. So I'm just going to rattle them off, and if you have something to say about it, you can say something. But for directors, I want, as a lot of these are my favorite video games that I want to see adapted. For a Bioshock adaptation, I want Guillermo del Toro. For a Portal adaptation, I want Alex Garland. For a Heavy Rain adaptation, I want David Fincher. For a Skyrim adaptation, I want Peter Jackson. I mean, come on. Like, I'll go Lord David of the Rings Yanks for that one. Oh, God, man. Really? No. Let me, let me enjoy David Yates. Fuck you. Too desaturated. Too depressing. No. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, this would never happen, but for a Grand Theft Auto V adaptation, I want Martin Scorsese. I mean, come yeah, on. It's a master of crime. For, I think a Red Dead Redemption adaptation by the Coen brothers would be That would perfect. be great. Yeah. You know, the sp- no country for old men, basically. And then um, for a Left 4 Dead 2 adaptation, I want Danny Boyle. I mean, that just seems perfect because 20 days later. Mass Effect 2. It's a big sci-fi game franchise. I want Denis Villeneuve because it's yep. a big grand scope sci-fi thing just, you know i just have flashbacks man i used to play that isn't that a great game like it's, that's it in is. my top it's just it, it's probably my top five games at this point i love mass effect 2 and he would be great for it and uh and this actually might be the most spot on i don't know if anyone's played titanfall but titanfall 2 i want james cameron because that would be that is right up his alley if you know titanfall i think james cameron would be just perfect for it. I think Pretty. you named them all, Glenn. There's nothing for us to say. <laughs> oh, and for a Dead Rising, for a Dead Rising two adaptation, I want Sam Raimi. There's one that I mentioned yes. like on a previous episode, <laughs> but I would want Denis Villeneuve to do a Jack and Daxter type thing. But mm. because I feel like the world of that could be really like big and crazy, and I feel like he would have a lot of interesting casting choices and directing styles to throw in there in that kind of universe. 
So that's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. I, I love I the those. Guillermo doing Bioshock. Isn't that because like that, just wouldn't that be perfect? Because that Bioshock like design, it reminds me of like the Shape of Water. Or, uh, no, um, Shape of uh, Water, and also I mean, also cat. kind of Hellboy. But Hell, yeah, 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 that's what I was saying. That that kind yeah, of Hellboy, style of even like Pacific design. Rim. Like yeah, it's just I think anything with that aesthetic is just right up his alley. It just that'd just be perfect. A lot of those are too good to be true, though. They're just yeah. never going to happen. But <laughs> yeah, um, and some directors are just above video game video game adaptations. You know, like Martin Scorsese would never direct a video game adaptation. But probably not. No. I can dream, right? I mean, yeah. We have two questions left from Sarah's popcorn chat on Instagram. She asked, "If you could see a musician become an actor, who would you like to see on the big screen?" Hmm. Well. Don't they all act now? Fuck. I know, seriously. A lot of <laughs> them do. MC Ride. Oh, God. Is this like a current, current, like... Any, like... I feel It could probably be any, you know, genera- any uh, musician at any point. Well, I've already like, seen Bjork um, act. I feel like Richard hmm. D. James could be interesting as one. He's the guy, like, behind Aphex Twin. Oh, him? He's like a really hmm. weird, goofy guy from Ireland, and, like, I, I feel like he could act in some sort of weird way maybe like he gives me like vibes like andy circus or whatever where he could just do like outlandish shit and like get away (laughs) with it like (laughs) yeah that's true it's so weird though like you're right like i've started thinking of um artists and like even the the weekend has acted at its point he was in uncut gems like yeah Yeah. (laughs) so i mean so many of these people has slash Um, has slash on guns and roses been in anything he'd be good in like a stoner movie like just smoking (laughs) he would be With that That'd hair, be perfect. Yeah, that's true. Just riffing, um, just riffing at his guitar in the beach, just smoking. And, yeah. yeah. Hey man, <laughs> I can't even think of what he looks like without his sunglasses. You know, you always see him with his sunglasses on. It's an obscure one, but I'll say Leas Cassie Saldi. He's like this guy from a band called Fat White Family, and <laughs> I think he's like a really crazy, like eccentric kind of guy. He's he's just really weird, but I feel like he could act really well. If he tried, probably wouldn't though. I'm just scrolling through my artists on Spotify and like none of them I'd really want to see in a movie. Like they just, I couldn't imagine it. James Hetfield. I don't know. That's who I would pick. The lead singer of Metallica. He just has such a presence and such like a distinct, strong face and presence that he could be cool in a, in a movie. Uh, um, all right. Well, the last question I got, I figured I'd save this one for last because Seems like a good one to end on. From Film Forager, Chandra asked, can you all discuss any 2023 plans for all of your podcasts? So like, you know, goals for the podcast this year for all of us, because I mean, we all have a podcast here. We do. Just keep enjoying it. Just keep doing it. Just to, you know, have fun. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I have like concrete plans. I just sort of, we just sort of we go don't have, the vibe. Yeah, we go don't have plans. We just, you know, just keep going keep doing it i mean we're we're ever evolving i guess i'm just excited to keep doing more like video more artwork all that stuff that's exactly yeah that's the two big changes that happened for sure that are Mm. good i definitely need to get on a better like schedule with editing and all that stuff but that's like you know just all technical shit other than that like i'm always happy with whatever we talk about we always have a good time so yeah I think uh, for me and, and mine, and then this new one I'm going to do, is try to reach out for people. Like, we know we all have this tight-knit community that we're in, mm-hmm. but try to reach out to, like, 
other invite other guests on just to get to know them try to spread yeah. out and you know try to do more interviews i did an interview with this young director he's actually the william atticus parker and i had a fun i heard yeah and i saw that yeah I'm trying to do more of that i was a little nervous doing that i was like oh, this is an actual interview with i know <laughs> god both That'd parents are like That'd super famous and uh but yeah i it's also having fun but and also trying mm-hmm. to expand and see where it goes. There's no rush. I mean, we just started. It's not like, oh my god, we should be mm-hmm. famous. <laughs> right. It takes time. It takes yeah. a lot of time. And yeah. Just yeah. keep doing it, just to do it and enjoy it, and then always as long hope as I'm enjoying it. I'm something, okay. but yeah, I, I'm similar, I guess, to what you said, Tony. Like, I mean, you have at this point interviewed as somebody of like you know a, a big name, you know, at least in terms of other podcasts but like that'd be something cool for us to do this year at least like because we had that one actress that we were going to talk to don't spoil from well i I mean okay i won't say who but there was an actress i'm I'm still in conversation with her we might be getting that like soon if you would like to i mean yeah like i love (laughs) the movie that she was in so like i would definitely like to i'm sure we can mention it to you tony after the podcast like you know we're not keeping a secret to everybody but it's not you know i'm looking forward to that if that does happen just like seeing you know who we can bring on and like what different stuff we can do and all that so yeah it'll be i think it just goes to show like if you if you really just are keen to do that kind of stuff and you ask you know it could happen because like i just randomly asked like i think i was literally drunk when i asked her but i was (laughs) but she said yes and i was like all right fuck yeah let's go yeah it's it's just cool it's crazy to think like like i said it's been a year now our yearly anniversary and like yeah who would have thought that we would have had the opportunity to even talk to somebody that we would have seen in that movie like it would have it's crazy so it is crazy yeah i'm excited we'll all just keep working at it and i'm sure we'll all who knows what could the future will hold for all of us so yeah yeah 2023 2023 anyway that was the last question so it's Um, about that time it's about definitely about that time holy shit it'll be a chunky episode for you to as you say that's all right it'll be our longest in a while probably but it'll still be really entertaining so yeah i actually had like a lot of fun i um no it was a good episode for sure great episode yeah it's, yeah, a, it's I mean, always it's always fun to be a guest and not have to worry about editing sorry yeah. <laughs> well not have to worry about editing or like organizing like okay let's talk about this now like you know that's why it was fun going on your podcast like i'm just along for the ride like yeah. you know just sit back like oh okay we're talking about this now i'll come on um, yours tony and like yeah i'll say the same thing to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. have fun editing like, yeah it's it's the worst part it really is the worst yeah. part but i mean like we talked about the end product is always worth it yeah you yeah. just gotta like find the time to you know just take time for yourself but also that but, once you get there it's all worth it yeah um all right well before we close the episode we have to thank our few patrons like that are still with us thank you so much to my girl calf calf.reviews thank yeah. you <laughs> you have to stay patreon forever 
I mean, you know, because if you un-Patreon, you just can't do that to me. So yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't. That'd say be that. messed up. That's breakup material, right there. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it's only three dollars a month. <laughs> All right, I'll stop giving a shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Give Kat, a shit on anyway. every episode. <laughs> <laughs> she. That's the thing is that she'll ask me. She'll be like, "I'm sorry that like I I didn't donate as much as other people." I'm like, "I'm kidding." I'm not actually We're just mad, joking, Kat. But, <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, also, of course, Julia. Moving underscore, underscore, yeah. underscore pictures. Thank you so much. I love you. Can't wait to see you there at There you fed. go. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Julia. To Sarah's popcorn chat. Sarah, thank you so much. Our first guest on the podcast. Like, yeah. thank you so much for You'll always be a sticking with us. Thank you for sticking with us and helping support us. It means a lot. Thanks, Sarah. And, of course, film our door. You did it again? Fuck no! How did you do it again? Edit that out. Poor Our door film. I'm not editing that out. You deserve this. (laughs) Amy, I swear, I I don't know why I get those two parts of your name mixed up. Man, poor Amy. (laughs) Our door film. I, I love you amy i'm sorry like you're awesome but i don't know why i keep messing up your name i really don't know why um, thank you amy. i've had a, i've had enough to drink so yeah, that's true. why but that's the excuse it it really is at this point <laughs> but our door film thank, thank you, you so much i'm not sure if it's two underscores or three i'm sorry but uh luna underscore underscore pearl thank you very much for donating that's my mother <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. You didn't have to do that, but thank you. It's so nice. We appreciate all you patrons. It's really nice of you guys to actually support us like that. Thanks a bunch. Thank you. Let's, uh, we can start with our guest, Tony, for where, where can they find you on the social medias and all that? On the social medias? Yes. You (laughs) and your podcast. Uh, For IG... Just search on underscore reviews uh, for the podcast is the underscore real spotlight. And in both, you'll see the on the bio, you'll see the link tree that could send you to everything. If you want to see my reviews on letterboxes, like sir underscore tone, T-O-N-E. And that's pretty much it for socials. We'll link all of it in the description. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, thanks for having me. I mean, I feel honored. One year anniversary for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And well, thanks, thanks for coming, coming on. on. Oh, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Of course. Yeah, that was fun. Covered a lot. We went on tangents about Moonfall <laughs> and what else? Yes. What, what, and video what? games, lots of signs. You saw you started talking Signs. about Michael Bay, and then we started. We went on a twenty minute. <laughs> we went for. <laughs> Yeah, wait, what did that end on? That um oh yeah, we we started with Michael Bay and then talked about DC. Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin yeah. and and then the crow and then like just all sorts of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's a wild but... episode. There's a lot in there. <laughs> yeah. And of course you can find me at Views by Quinn on Instagram, Letterbox, all the social medias. I don't have to name them all, but you can find a link tree in the description. As well as, of course, my other little podcast, which I have not put an episode out in months, but I'm going to try <laughs> to get on it this year. Nick has to get his adapter for his mic, so that's why we haven't recorded anything. But Blood Talk. <laughs> it's the horror movie podcast that I have, which I only have one episode out yet. You should like start having guest hosts and see if he buys that adapter real quick oh yeah i know i 
I'm I'm gonna <laughs> get on, on about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I no he'll we'll get that, and then we have to. I really want to try and make that like a thing. This is something I'm, I I might as well mention it now because by the time the episode comes out, then you're not doing another podcast, are you? No, no, I'm not doing another <laughs> podcast. Two is enough. But <laughs> all right, good. <laughs> no, but this this other thing that I I mentioned on the live stream to you, Liam. Oh yeah, you know yeah. I'm talking about. I just wanted to mention to people that I'm going to try and start Twitch streaming. Just you know, in my free time, like when I'm not working and like I'm playing a video game, I figured why not set up a webcam and a mic and just just throw it on and just see what happens. So it's yeah. under the same name, Views by Quinn. You could just find me on Twitch. Like that, I'll have that in my link tree too. That's just something new that I'm starting this year. And if you want to swing by and hang out and watch me play whatever, <laughs> then um, <laughs> feel free to do so. So that's the only other new thing. I certainly will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you can find me at Movies Music Me on most of the social medias. There's different variants of it, but it's all in the link tree. So just go there. And, uh, yeah, I haven't uploaded a YouTube video in like a month. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, all right. Let's, yeah, let's end it. So it's a long <laughs> episode. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. And uh, <laughs> every time I got to do this damn outro. Do it. <laughs> and it's always like, it's midnight and I've got 11 other neighbors. You didn't have to scream complex. it. Last time Fuck you it. whispered it. What should I do this time? I don't know. Scream it again. Peace out, bitches! Anniversary episode, bitches. Oh, yeah. There you go. Anniversary. And now my neighbors hate me again. <laughs> Whatever. I hate That's them right. too. They suck. <laughs>